Kenichiwa Minisan. And welcome to Famicast 54, your studio episode for the middle of April 2015. I'm your host, Danny Bivens, and today I'm joined by Mr. James Charlton. Winners don't use cat drugs. <laughs> and speaking of cat drugs, uh, Mr. Cat Drugs himself, High Sugar, is also here with us today. Snivity divity, kids, don't do drugs. Only cat drugs, James. Do drugs. <laughs> exactly. I have to thank uh, TYP for that one, actually. You thought that was <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I got a lot of interesting stuff to talk about on the show today. We've been playing a lot of cool different games, lots of cool stuff going on on the site as well. So, uh, we'll be sure to, you know, talk about that. It's a jam packed um, show, Danny. Pretty much. <laughs> Looking at the agenda here that James mostly wrote up, though I, you know, for the record, I, you know, I did add some stuff for the first time in a long time. <laughs> so, I got that one, uh, I got that one going for me. But, uh, as totally, per usual, totally didn't need it. Totally didn't need it. Never mind. Probably not. <laughs> well, as per usual, we're going to go ahead and take one quick musical break here and then go ahead and get into new business. Like I said, there's been a couple of different things going on. Um, as you guys out there know, uh, if you've been listening to the past few episodes of the show, you know, I recently uh, got married, like in the legal sense of the word, the boring, you know, go down to the city hall and get your license, your marriage license, all that type of stuff. But uh, just over the past couple of weeks, I did actually have a wedding party and the family crew, at least these two guys, hey, uh, yeah, were there. And I, I went by really fast for me. So I was just kind of running around doing shit the whole time. Um, but yeah, I thought maybe we can kind of talk about this. It's yeah. So it, yeah, um, it, was, it was cool. It was cool to get the crew together. I think it's been a while, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Matt didn't show up. Yeah. Know. Jerk. <laughs> Living in Osaka and all. Excuses. 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 Um, but yeah, um, I thought it was great because um, <laughs> at Danny's wedding party, there were lots of musical choices, which um, sounded, which would have been familiar to people who listen to the Famicast. Because <laughs> they were like, you know, 8-bit retro. Like there's, didn't you play like, um, like the F-Zero remix we had? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I found all these cool, it's like back in the fall, I found all these cool, like kind of this uh, Southern rap, like uh what do they call it like trap style rap mm -hmm. stuff and, and like some f-zero ones and some zelda ones and you know i i talked it over with my wife and she said yeah you could put it on there i don't care i was in charge <laughs> of putting together the music um for the wedding party i probably you know in in retrospect probably should have had somebody else doing that <laughs> maybe for a lot of different reasons <laughs> but um but yeah i think no. that is probably the only wedding party in the whole world that has f-zero music playing but there you go 
Yeah, and I, there was a there was a bit of a nod to Ocarina of Time, the Gerudo Gerudo Fortress uh, remix theme too. I, I was happy to put that in there, along with you know some uh, oh my god, Careless Whisper from to kick it off. <laughs> the saxophone yeah. is going crazy. And uh, I also got got to meet um, Josh, who has mm-hmm. been on the Famicast uh, a couple of times. Like last time, he was talking about Amiibos. I think that was the last time he was on. Yeah, to- uh, toys in the Amiibos, right? Mm-hmm. On fifty. So, yeah. That was the, my first time to meet Josh. Yeah, he's a cool guy. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he's exactly how you would expect him to, when you hear him <laughs> on the podcast. That, that's how he is in, is in real life. He's a, he's a cool, funny guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, talking of which, uh, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? I'm a cool and funny guy. Sure, why not? Yeah, <laughs> I had fun at the wedding party. Mm-hmm. Did Got you... to drink. Did you uh did you get your karaoke on? Uh I did. We went to karaoke afterwards. Yep, yep. Ty came back to my, my well, I guess I could say my hometown, uh, whatever the hell. <laughs> the, yeah. the town Screw America. Yeah. Right. Thanks Obama. <laughs> yeah. So we know we had a we had a fun like karaoke outing there and stuff and I think, you know, <laughs> I think Ty was drinking pretty hardcore <laughs> at the time. Um I yeah, I, I kind of settled down just trying to get sobered up a bit so I can I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> so you could um, blast out those tunes more accurately. Basically, basically. So, <laughs> cool. What can you do? You have any choice songs that you you sang, Ty? Uh, yeah. Let me think. Um, "Friend Like Me" from Aladdin. <laughs> That's the best <laughs> Disney song. Yeah, I I had never really ever heard anybody singing at karaoke here, so I was a really kind of refreshing change. From you know, I go to karaoke with like the same guys and same group like all the time, so it's usually just a mix of the same crap. I mean, it's, you know, fun, but like sometimes you get tired of it. And then Ty comes in with this, and I'm like, hey, this kind of changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Aladdin will do that to you. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess, um, like your mom, that was the first time ever she'd been to one of those kind of places, right? And Actually, I... she she didn't. She decided not to go to karaoke. Oh, she, did, she didn't go. Okay, that night. So yeah. I, she... I I had to go back because I I was traveling quite far. But like, it was it was always fun when you know like people who've never been to Japan before, and then they they get then everyone who's in a group they say, oh, let's go to karaoke. Like it's the done like the normal thing to do. And then mm-hmm. the one person who's like just arriving in Japan is like, say what? We're going, yeah. <laughs> we're going to what now? Mm-hmm, <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. I've never done that before in my own country. But yeah. yeah, I did. I did kind of see a look of terror on my mom's eyes when I said, "Hey, let's do karaoke." <laughs> she just kind of, "If I go, I'm not going to sing." And I'm like, "Oh, come on." Yeah, yeah. I had similar reactions from uh, my family members. But yeah, it is kind of funny, isn't it? How it's just a, it's a whole different thing in Japan, isn't it? Like you right. know, you're in a private booth. You're not like surrounded by surly businessmen. <laughs> well, you might be, but um, <laughs> yeah, that, those are usually with. Those are your co-workers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Ty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's me. Yeah. Yeah. So now I, you know, I, I had a really good time. I was glad that you guys could make it, and you know, obviously other family members and friends and stuff. And yeah, I don't know. I was kind of nervous the whole time. I had to say some stuff, and I don't know. I was just worried about. Because I had to, then I had to like be in charge of going over and making sure the music started at a certain point. 
But Nobody even cared but me. So the, I mean, the cool thing matter. was like the the next day you had like a proper like Japanese wedding ceremony, right? And you were like, yeah, yeah. like you know, like a samurai wedding ceremony it was <laughs> right, I, right. I only saw the pictures of that, but that's pretty cool. I've I've ne none of my friends or anyone I know has ever had like a full you know proper Japanese wedding. Even Japanese people don't have Japanese weddings. They have like you know, quote unquote Western style weddings where they wear a, a tux and the, the the bride wears a regular white, you know, dress, right? But the right. Japanese ones are quite different. They wear like, you know, you know, uh, a samurai style kimono, and the ladies wear like a white kimono. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, like a white kimono. And um, maybe if you're looking at the enhanced version, I could even flash a picture of picture of my wife and me, you know, up there on the screen, so you could kind of have an idea of what stuff looked like. But yeah, I yeah, thought no. I thought the uh, katana was a bit too much, though, Danny. Well, yeah, but you know, I had to use it to protect myself from all of the incoming samurai and stuff. Ninjas on the roof, things like that. You know, it's got to do what you got to do. But <clears throat> no, that that was a very, very interesting experience. And my God, I mean, there you you look at like these type of traditional Japanese clothing, especially in this type of uh, like a ceremony, and you think, oh man, that looks you know pretty comfortable or something. But my God, you're like <laughs> padded with like towels and. All sorts of layers. I don't know. I probably had like five layers of clothes on or something. I mean, it was kind of ridiculous. Yeah, kimonos are not comfortable. <laughs> yeah, for anyone I mean, involved. Yeah, and they gotta make sure they tie them up like really super tight whenever you first put the stuff on, so that it doesn't like slide down and just like fall off while you're walking around or something. But no, yeah, it was it was a very interesting experience, and like you know, there was at a certain point we actually got to go inside of like a little. Um, little room on the shrine and you know th about the shrine too. this particular place it's like 2,000 years old and you know just thinking about how many people have you know done this type of thing even just people that have like seen this place over the past you know couple of millennia that's kind of insane yeah, it's crazy awesome <laughs> congratulations to everyone thank you <laughs> thank you very much so uh I guess the other shared thing that we've all been doing, or at least some of us, <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, listeners might already know about this, but the uh, Nintendo War Report have been having a Smash Brothers tournament, uh, staff tournament. Um, well, I think it's mostly staff, but there are some, uh, like, listeners or fans who are also joining in, or forum goers, things like that, right? Mm, sure <laughs> <laughs> but it's mostly staff so uh, right. obviously uh we created a famicast team um i originally wasn't on it it was actually uh danny uh ty and addison who's uh, well okay super Let fan me... of the show I'll, I'll put this i'll put this straight for the record i was not originally on right. it because i was <laughs> right. busy with was... with wedding stuff but like the first week of the tournament james was, was like, like oh i'm just busy so i'm like okay i guess i'll <laughs> fill in for you there <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it was either it was it was Danny slash James. I think that was <laughs> I think that's how we put it down. Ended yeah. up being Danny. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> how did the first match go? The first match was against uh, Newscast people. Yeah, Nathan, I, I faced uh, Nathan Mustafa, and at the time we hadn't quite decided on the rules for how many lives that we had, and oh, they God, did a five right. stock live thing, and. We were, and <laughs> you know, I, I let Ty pick all the rules because we were quote unquote the home team at the time, and uh -oh. um, <laughs> and yeah, he just picked you know the biggest stage, Hyrule, you know, Hyrule Temple, and yeah, I, I like that stage a lot, but my God, you know, five lives, and you know, 
I was trying to use as many items as I possibly could to, to see if I can, you know, kind of break the game uh, per strategy, but it just made it so it was like a 20-minute long match. <laughs> I think Scott was running out of hard drive space. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, so I, you know, eventually it, it just kind of boiled down to, okay, I got to, like, actually go and try to, like, fight this guy. And, you know, Nathan, he's he's pretty good. And, um, yeah, luckily we didn't have any, like, slowdown really at all when we were playing. So, I mean, it was a pretty pretty smooth match, and I somehow came out on top. So, that was good, but what, what were the items that you chose, Ty? Uh what was it? It's like Pokeballs, assist trophies, yeah. health items, the Galaga thing. Mm-hmm. Basically, Gal- just Galaga. the run and gun stuff. Uh, Gal- oh, King Galaga, right? Yeah, that thing screwed me over a couple of times. I'm I, not hate a big fan of that. I hate that thing. I hate that thing. Yeah, it's well, I was trying to ruin it for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then Addison played right. Yeah, Addison played that time, and I, don't, I think I watched that match with him. I, I really don't remember. Um, but he won as well, right? No. I oh, think he lost. He, wait, God. What? No, he lost, because we lost that first week. <laughs> we I was the only one that won. Okay, right. Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, yeah, that was like, we're on week three now, right? <laughs> Coming to week four. So, um, yeah, then Ty, uh, Mr. Cat Dregs himself, came on, and uh, that was another long match, wasn't it? It was like... <laughs> Was it like pushing 10 minutes? I don't know. We actually ran it <laughs> twice because uh, Scott, right? He was filming. He mm-hmm. he like dropped out and then the rules weren't right. And then we ran it and it was unplayably laggy. But, uh... So, yeah. You know, I, I can, uh, you know, vouch for time. When I did watch his match, there were several places where i you know several times when i saw like kind of some considerable lag that would be pretty annoying but i don't know i watched some of the other matches some of the other people and james like i saw one of your matches later on and my god like <laughs> yeah mine, mine was pretty laggy but like yeah my 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 match like the second week it was laggy like in kind of critical moments when i was like you know about to punch somebody in the face and things mm-hmm. like that but um I think like ties because you're in such a like a big match. The lag didn't really affect like the fighting, did it? It was like oh, it, was, it did. It, like I could, I was struggling to like move and pick up items. Okay, that's how bad it was. So you couldn't pick up items. Okay. So yeah, and then week two, uh, so Ty dropped out because uh, because because Hashtag uh, just because. <laughs> yeah, it's like the opposite of things that are good and fun. So yeah, and because of that, um, TYP <laughs> changed his taunt to "Winners don't use cat drugs" or something like that. <laughs> but like all in lead speak, I think I think that's what it was. <laughs> wow, that's very 1999 of him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, week two we were playing against uh, what do you call those guys? Teams? Is it Team Swan? Or team something. I, it was oh God. I can't remember their team name. <laughs> Hello. I I <laughs> wasn't a part of this, so I really don't know. I couldn't tell you. Oh, you didn't play this one. I did not. Who played this one then? Just you and Addison, I think. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. So Danny was out. It was just me and Addison, and and luckily me and Addison, uh, we both won, so we'd won the match no matter what. And then Ty, you know, dropped out, so he was like. You know, two to zero, but then they got a forfeit because of tight, so we got one loss out of that. But you know, whatever, we won the match overall. Mm-hmm. And then in week 
three, the one that we've uh, just finished. Uh, Danny, you, <laughs> we were playing Planet GameCube people, you know, oh, the God. veterans and probably yeah. the strongest uh, team in the whole tournament. Yeah, I <laughs> properly got my ass kicked by TYP in about, oh, three minutes. <laughs> it was pretty pathetic. I think I killed him once, but man, he's he's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, I think it was a no item match, wasn't it? No items, and we were playing the Mario Kart stage, which I'm not a huge fan of, but, but oh, you know, man. I just got outplayed. There's there's nothing really more I can say. No more excuses so, I can pour on. So did you did you um, self-destruct on that? I think maybe, yeah. Well, yeah, not, did, obviously not on purpose, but it's like one time I got stuck below something. And yeah, I yeah, yeah, that's, make it back yeah that's what I meant, yeah. So <laughs> what happened with – so Addison played, and he lost against Windy. And mm-hmm. I think he got – I think maybe he got one kill after mm-hmm. that. So, yeah. So we'd already lost. So, you know, I was playing last and, you know, no matter what I did, you know, we'd already lost. So, <laughs> and then I played against uh striker OB Mike. And uh, when, when we started it, oh, it was so annoying. Like um, I was playing as little Mac and uh, Scott is Yoshi, who's the capture unit. So he kind of kills himself at the beginning of the match. That bit's edited out for the, you know, for the final edit. Right. So I, I was in the middle of the stage and um, it kind of like waiting waiting for Yoshi to kill himself, and it was, it was like okay, and go, and then the ground just disappeared, and I just fell straight down the pit. <laughs> so, <laughs> like I literally, I didn't hadn't even touched him, and I was already down one. I was like, oh fuck, you know, because yeah. <laughs> I, I think maybe I'd only played on that stage like once, like when I first got the game or something like that. I, I really, I just don't play on that level ever. Um, if I did, it was like I play it in Final Destination mode or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, God, that was annoying. And then yeah, I managed to kill him, and then you know he killed me, and then he, we both had high percentages, and then he killed me. So and then I was out. You know, so if I had that one stock, I might have been able to come back and do something. But yeah, God, that was annoying as hell. But mm-hmm. it doesn't make a difference anyway. And so next, we're playing against our Our... uh, sister podcast, aren't we? RFN. Yeah. The trollsters themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, you know, after I got my butt kicked by TYP, I I got to play a little bit with uh, Johnny and uh, James and also a little bit with John Lindemann, too. Oh, just for fun? Okay, cool. So just so happened they were online, and I just I think I got a hold of Johnny, and he's like, "Yeah, dude, jump on in." So yeah, it's fun. Just I was talking to those guys on Skype, and then just you know, I was kind of hanging out for a little bit. So that's cool. How did how did you do in the uh, in the warm up? Well, well, we started we started after a while. We started playing some coin rush coins. That what they call it. <laughs> oh God! So jo- <laughs> jo- Jonesy was uh, picking the matches then. Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> and I think Nick Bray also got got in on some of it too, which is a lot of fun. So, but yeah, I, I'd never honestly played coin rush um, in 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 uh, this version. I think it's just is called it? coin battle. Sure, whatever. <laughs> And um, yeah, that was a very interesting way to play. I, yeah, I usually don't play like that, so it was, it was fun. Nick Bray, as in a, in Australian correspondent, Nick Bray. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God! In my experience, never invite Australians to play with you. No offense. <laughs> no offense to Australians. Nothing to do with you as people. Just your freaking internet connections. Jesus Christ! I was in I was in the match with like um, two American dudes, and then uh, this. Uh, Australian guy joined and it just like turned into a slideshow. It was like, oh my god, awesome! And afterwards, he apologized. He said, "Yes, welcome to Australian internet. <laughs> Please understand." So. <laughs> 
so yeah that's the smash brothers tournament uh yeah if you haven't if you didn't know about it if this is the first you're hearing about it then yeah go to nwr tv the youtube channel and you can watch all the matches or just watch the family cast ones because obviously we're all professionals and amazing players <laughs> yeah but yeah, anyway sure <laughs> we're definitely not going to win the tournament but you know I hope, I hope we're not going to be last. <laughs> we might be able to get into the playoffs or something if we win our next match and a lot of other things go our way or something. So. Well, well, it's the I think they're going to choose the rules, aren't they? Our RFN crew are ch- uh, choosing the rules. So God, yeah, so we're screwed. <laughs> God knows what Jonesy's going to pick. Yeah, um, by the time that you guys are actually hearing this episode, it's all going to be done and over with. But right, for right. us right now, it's like something like 12 hours away or something. Oh, right. So. We're playing tomorrow morning, right? Right. Oh God, Jesus Christ! It's going to be all freaking wind bellows and again. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> God, I hate that item. <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, that's it. That's our shared new business. So should we move on to individual stuff? Yeah. So we'll take another quick musical break here, and we'll do our individual new business right after that. And we're back. We're back. I'm going to go ahead and uh, share my new business, something I've been playing lately. Um, well, something I didn't actually write down on the agenda, but I'll just say something about it here briefly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, it, I talked about it last time too, Majora's Mask. I'm still uh, plugging away at that game. And, you know, when my mother came here to Japan, I kind of had to take a break from playing games because, you know, it probably would have been pretty boring for her to sit here and watch me play my 3DS or something, you know. She should have joined uh, in. <laughs> yeah. Give well, I have. God knows I have enough 3DSs. But, you know what Nintendo uh, says with your parents in games, especially yeah, Zelda games. Exactly. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm making some good progress on that, and I'm, I'm still really enjoying it. You know, I still am finding sometimes some little technical hiccups, sometimes some slowdown and crap, depending on location and stuff like that, which is kind of annoying. But, I mean, this is still probably the best version of the game that you're going to ever find, did well, you, at least at this point. Did you plug your 4 megabyte expansion in? Obviously, duh. <laughs> Should be all right then. Yeah. But, uh, no, another thing I wanted to talk about that uh, Cyrus talked about a little bit, I think last time, is uh, Theatrhythm Dragon Quest, Theater Rhythm, how, whatever the hell you want to call it. And I, I went ahead and picked that up on launch day, which was just at, around the end of March. And I, I haven't, you know, with everything going on, I didn't get a lot of a lot of time to play this. But I did maybe sink a couple of hours into it, and mainly just kind of going through just songs individually and just like the free play mode and whatnot, and kind of just going through that. And another thing that I also kind of dove into a little bit. Gosh, I can't remember the exact name off the top of my head, but it's some, it's something that equates to like a challenge mode where they have like this kind of grid of all of these different, uh, basically where the songs are and stuff like that. And they're kind of broken down. You can see by color, you know, if you're familiar with uh, theater rhythm games, the Final Fantasy games, like the green ones are, there's this kind of, it's like a field music song where the field music stage where you're kind of, your characters are walking across like a field and stuff. And you have to like drag the cursor up and down to kind of match what's going on on the screen and, you know, tap and do all that type of stuff. Then, of course, there's the battle music stages where you're actually in, like, a battle. 
with the other monsters. And then one thing that I have not come across yet in the game, unless it's just tucked away so deep that I'm just not going to get to it, is the event music stages, which in the Final Fantasy games, they're usually some kind of either game footage or some kind of like CG videos or something from like said Final Fantasy right, game. Right, right, right. I, I haven't, yeah, encountered any of that stuff yet. Usually, with the the NES games, it's it's just gameplay, right? But when they actually have CG cutscenes, that's when they they stick them in, right? Like just exactly. literally ripped from the game, right? Pretty much, yeah. And it's not 3D, I mean, or anything. Actually, you know, speaking of not 3D, I, maybe Cyrus mentioned this too, but yeah, this game does not support 3D what? at all. Did um, is, the the first what? two games? Yeah, the first two games both, you know, use 3D. And actually, it looked pretty nice. And I thought they did a really great job, you know, implementing it into the game. But it's just not used at all in Dragon Quest. And Maybe this is a side effect of the smartphone influence. Because this the original one was ported to smartphones, right? Right. So maybe they're just kind of like, well, you know, we made more money on the smartphone version last time. So let's just streamline it and make it a smartphone game first it could could be another just a dragon quest thing too because last year i got um what the heck dragon quest monsters Mm -hmm. or whatever the heck it is oh god i I just want to forget about it because i hated it so much (laughs) (laughs) but as opposed to like dragon quest 7 which if i'm remembering correctly it supported 3d and just just an all-around like better game engine like this game was just yeah, it was just kind of really basic and like kind of this digital control, even though you have the circle pad and stuff and no 3D, I don't think either. So I don't know, maybe they're just kind of borrowing from this, like, hey, this is Dragon Quest. We don't need to put as much effort into this as <laughs> other things, maybe. Uh, maybe they're thinking about it for like a kid's sake or something like that too. You know, kids are going to go blind with 3D. It's kind of hard to tell, but yeah. And then, and then like you said, James, oh, this is just going to be a hell of a lot easier to port over to smartphones. Um, that seems weird like i didn't know like nintendo would even allow something like that yeah i mean if the company doesn't want to put in you know 3d into their games they don't have to huh as far as i know because some games just don't support it box boy is not in 3d yeah it's not pokemon shuffle not in 3d yep yep so but anyways i guess you know back to the game one thing i kind of noticed about this is that since i really don't have a lot of experience with dragon quest games this game isn't really doing it for me <laughs> hmm. um i mean the music music in dragon quest is you know they have some you know some good songs and stuff like that but i have no like emotional attachment or nostalgic attachment to any of this stuff so it's i'm kind of finding it hard to get into the game myself yeah that was always my thing with the the original one i, I never bought it but like yeah i guess a lot of it is to do with how much you're attached to it, like mm-hmm. Final Fantasy or Dragon Quest, uh, which I'm attached to neither because mm-hmm. ne- neither was released in Europe <laughs> so, <laughs> ever. And uh, so, you know, I don't have any connection with them. But right. um, that's interesting. So, yeah, I guess that's pretty much confirmed it. If you you love Theater Rhythm, you know, the gameplay of Theater Rhythm, but, you know, if uh, this is one that's not doing it for you, Maybe the theme of the original was part of why you liked it. Right. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to try to play some more of this and maybe have some more detailed impressions later if I if I feel there's anything else that I can really add. But, you know, as it stands right now, I mean, it's still, I mean, the present presentation-wise, it's great. I mean, it's 
pretty much what you'd expect from a theatrhythm game by now. This is the third one. Everything's top-notch, looks great, but I mean, it's really just more of the same, just with a, another, you know, series that I'm just not really that familiar with. So. Does it have a Street Pass mode? Yeah, I think so, but I don't think I've actually Street Passed anybody. Okay. So. Because that would be another thing to get the cut if it's a smartphone game, right? Like, what's the point of putting Street Passing? But. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah, well, that 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 pretty much does it for me. Unless you guys have any questions about the game or anything. Is it um, is it weird having the, the the notes come from the top? Does that throw that's you? just on, yeah that's only in like the battle music songs mm -hmm. and it it can be a little bit off putting because um, it seems like they they start off kind of slow and then they it's almost like they're coming in on like a sphere is what it kind of like looks like mm -hmm. so it looks like it's coming in slow and then all of a sudden it's just coming at you kind of like fast when it gets to the point where you're actually supposed to like tap on the touch screen or press a button it's not like guitar hero or something <laughs> not you don't you don't see like a smooth you know thing coming down but they they actually did implement like a simple mode in this game which from what i can tell it just eliminates having to press like having to swipe like to the left or right and stuff like that having to play the game well no. <laughs> it's kind of i mean you still do the taps and you still do the holds but i think that's it so okay anyway, cool. yep that's it so cool we'll take another quick musical break and yeah we'll be back with some more new business Hi is going to go ahead and talk about his new business. Hey, what's good? I've been playing a a, a fighting popular games. fighting game. One of one of a, a game known as one of Nintendo's flagship games with uh, online play and downloadable characters. It's really hip and popular. Uh, it's Killer Instinct ooh. on the Xbox One. So that's cool. Um, I'm ranked around number 20 worldwide on the leaderboards. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've been doing. That's that's pretty impressive, man. I've never been ranked 20 worldwide in anything in my life. I don't think many people have, actually. What about in the uh, the karaoke app? Yeah, Oh, maybe. yeah. I, I was, like, ranked number one for one song out of, like, three people in the whole country. So. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> Do you get like random messages from people like, "Hey, how do I get good?" This is Nintendo. You can't get that. <laughs> hey, are you, are you are you the Danny Bivens who got number one for "Careless Whisper" on the Wii U? <laughs> <laughs> is that what pe me. people say to you on the street? <laughs> in in my dreams, yes. <laughs> are you right. that guy? Right. So anyway, the way Killer Instinct's leaderboards work now, it's now like a a monthly uh, race to the top. And if you're top 32, you get kind of a, like a permanent badge on your <clears throat> player card. Mm -hmm. what's, so, uh, what's an online leaderboard type? Uh, it's it's like it's like in old arcade games where it would show the top scores. Right. With other pe except this is on the internet with other people online. I'm not following you. I only play Nintendo games. I know, right? <laughs> So uh, yeah, it, it's a it's a wild ride. I I've been at, so this month, I've been as high as eight, 
and I think his low was like forty. Damn. So I I just gotta play and maintain that uh top thirty two. Mm-hmm. So you you get a badge. Have you got a badge yet? Uh no, this is only the second month. Um last month I didn't because I didn't play for like the first two weeks. And a lot of it is how much you play. Um, because, you know, you have to get those points from, like, putting scrubs through the meat grinder. <laughs> that That's what it feels like sometimes. It's just, uh, like, I think my, my win-loss ratio for this month is, like, it's, like, 370 to 20. Hmm. So, it's, it's just kind of... Uh, just you know, putting scrubs through a meat grinder—that's what it is. With with the putting scrubs through the meat grinder, does that ever just get boring for you, man? Like, do you ever just feel like, man, like I hate this or something, anything like that? Or, um, uh, it—it's a little tedious sometimes. Sometimes it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I run into someone. It's like, and I know I'm in trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You live, you live for the rage quits, right? Yeah, I, I I I live for the voice rage. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, you I, voice chat with these people? Uh I don't, but I listen. <laughs> like a lot of people just leave their connects plugged in and set to chat all the time so I can hear everything <laughs> that goes on in their house. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it so it's really <laughs> It's really funny. I get some good rage sometimes. Sometimes I put it up on my scrub quotes Twitter. <laughs> so that's good that's what i did all day that's what i'm gonna do all day tomorrow cool it's nice to have good net code <laughs> still not following you <laughs> okay well that's that oh and the new character is pretty cool oh the Sadak- sadako rip-off? yes <laughs> yes <laughs> the sadako my... ripoff right 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 hisako hisako there you go totally yes. different yeah, she's spooky. She's got counterattacks. Um, all right, so yeah, she she has a counterattack, and if you touch it, it's kind of like what happens when you put a butter knife in a toaster. <laughs> you die. No, if you're a robot, you just get electrocuted. I learned from Mask the cartoon. You're not supposed to put forks in the toaster. Anyone? <laughs> well, how Don't. else? You, how else are you supposed to heat up your knife to easily spread <laughs> your butter? I guess you got a good point there. I guess I'm gonna have to try this out. That's what I do. Okay. Forks, no, no. Knives, okay. Sure. Got it. Right. Try it at home, kids. <laughs> All right. So, in between Killer Instinct matchmaking, uh, I've been playing a couple of games. I've been playing Slender, The Arrival, now available on every platform that isn't Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you remember the freebie Slender game from uh, a while back? Some nerd just made it. <laughs> Uh, nerd i do not you you go around the the woods you have a flashlight and you have to pick up notes and the slender man follows you and yeah it's like it's pretty intense and scary so that got expanded into a full game Mm -hmm. and it's it's roughly as scary as amnesia i think is this like a 3D type of a thing or like 2D yeah. or It's a it's a first person 3D game. Okay, okay. And um well basically the story is 
gosh. Uh, you go to visit your friend, and she's not at her house, and things are spooky as fuck, and you start seeing things. Oh. And <laughs> then the Slender Man comes after you. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just escalates into even scarier things. Who is the Slender Man that you talk of? Oh, he's an internet meme created in 2009. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, some guy wrote up that wrote up this little fiction story posted it on the something awful forums about the slender man and it, he's uh a tall featureless man in a suit with like uh very, very in, inhuman like long limbs and yeah it's like a gray alien yeah and you can't look at him or he'll take you and like he'll show up in your old photographs and <laughs> All that spooky stuff. Sounds like my Uncle Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, you know, now he has a lot of young teenage fans that stab each other over it. True oh, news yeah. story. Google that up. Good. 12-year-old stabbed over something awful meme. God. God. <laughs> but the game is good. It's scary. <laughs> it's very, very scary, too. Mm -hmm. And uh, I recommend looking up some YouTube reactions to it. <laughs> So uh, I got every achievement in that game tw twice <laughs> because for, for some reason I had it on both uh, 360 and Xbox One. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> I, bet that, it, I bet that adds to the scariness when you you know you pick up a note and it's like, ding, achievement unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I do recommend that game. It's less than $10. Hmm. And if not... Just go to YouTube and watch reactions of, of people playing it. That's also really good. It's really <laughs> funny. Cool. Right. One more game. Uh, yesterday, I dropped by an arcade and I played some Tekken 7. Hmm. The PlayStation 4 game? Uh, well, yeah. Inevitably, yes. Right. I don't know if they've talked about their console plans, but you know the console releases are going to be way far down the road because that's how Tekken works. Mm -hmm. Oh no, I got it mixed up with Street Fighter Five. Oh right, oh man, Street Fighter Five. Maybe that'll get an arcade release after the console. Maybe, mm. but anyway, Tekken Seven. I played it. It's pretty. It's fun. It doesn't have my character, my favorite character, so it's not that fun. Well, who's your favorite <laughs> character, Tag? Lee Chalon. Is that a girl or a man? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> what a world we live in he's got those juggle combos but... is he the guy is he the drunken guy with the grey beard or is that no. a completely different game altogether no he he's oh, that's no, th there's, one of, there's one of those guys in every okay. 3D fighting game that's a uh, safe bet then yeah no, no he's like the guy who usually looks like uh, he's usually dressed in a tux or like a Japanese rock star, and he has long juggle combos. Okay, so That's, it's not the black guy. It's not the black. <laughs> it's not Eddie Gordo. That's his name. Yeah. Smash the buttons. <laughs> am, am I crazy? Is is there an old guy who literally drinks during the match? Isn't that uh, is that Virtua Fighter? Yeah, that's Virtua Fighter. Right, right. So, so. And maybe also dead or alive. Okay. I can't remember if that guy drinks or not. <laughs> Drunken Master, classic Jackie Chan movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So um, <laughs> drinking helps you fight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As a t-shirt. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, Tekken Seven's fun. Like I was surprised though. Like after playing, you know, Tekken, you know, Six and Tag Two, like they got all these characters and they've whittled the cast way down again. Is hmm. Pikachu in Tekken Seven? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I'm quite good with Pikachu in Smash, so maybe my skills will transfer over. Yeah, Obviously. for sure, dude. Excellent. Okay. I mean, I've been playing some other stuff, but nothing that interesting. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right, Ty. Well, thanks for that, man. And uh, we'll take another quick break, and James is going to be on the other side with his new business. Oh, yeah. Just stay tuned. Yay. James, let us have it. Okay, I have been playing a, a, a smorgasbord of games, actually. Uh, quite a lot of games. Probably the most games I've ever played in the last I don't know, two or three years. Good. Uh, which is uh, quite unusual for me. So I thought I would... Well, okay, I'll finish off Box Boy. I thought it was a good time to just talk about the end game of uh, Box Boy, because that's coming out... Like this week in North America, or well, it's already come or out. It's already out. I, I think, think it's already. Yeah, I think it's just come out. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It must have because uh, Johnny talked about it on RFN. So yeah, mm-hmm. it has come out. So yeah, Box Boy is. Um, if you just started playing this, or you're thinking about getting it, um, well, you should have already got it because we've talked about it like you know, like last three episodes now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, it's like it's the obvious choice. I mean, uh, some people didn't like. Pushmo, because you know, lots of you know, people are calling it. This is like Pushmo. It's the it's the three DS eShop exclusive that everyone's got to get. But lots of people kind of got put off by Pushmo or whatever. It starts off too easy and then, or it's just like too yeah. And then it's just and then it ends too hard, right? Well, the start of Pushmo is ridiculous because it's just like a big giant tutorial and it just goes on yeah. for way too long. And I don't know, Nintendo has a problem. It seems like a lot of intelligent systems does it sometimes too, where it's just, hey, let's have these really long explanations that are just way too long. People just want to play, but let's just keep going and just keep doing it. And then Box Boy doesn't you... really do that though. It just like exactly. kind of lets you get on with it, doesn't it? Um... Exactly. So don't if you have you have that fear going into Box Boy, don't worry about it because it's it's nothing like that at all. As you as you're moving along the levels, you might get like a fading in, uh, showing you what to do. But it's you know it never interrupts you, never stops you, and has, asks you to press A twenty times or anything like that. Right. I don't. Yeah. There's literally no dialogue in Box Boy, right? Yeah, I don't think so Not at all. There's no. Yeah. There's no conversations, even though there are several characters. Um, no one ever talks. So yeah, it's it's very smooth, and you know, peop- I think Johnny said this in his very brief initial impressions that you know it starts off kind of easy and. You know, but let me tell you, the end game. Oh boy, does it get hard and it gets crazy near the end. I mean, 
combination of like you know portal and you know also the other kinds of crazy you know level hazards and things that you've got to navigate um you know moving parts and you know buttons to press and you know it's kind of crazy and you've mm-hmm. got to like yeah like i said like portal you've got to throw boxes through portals to arrive on the other side of something and right it gets totally crazy and it's it's totally good right to the end and uh, i think you get the credits only like like world 15 or something but then oh, i think it's like 18 or 19 spoiler alert but then but, there's like another like six worlds or something that unlocks after that right <clears throat> something like that so james like at least with the initial levels heading up to the credits did you how about those crowns did you go and try to collect all of those things i'm i think up to like world maybe 10 i did and okay. then it kind of got a little bit harder and i and I'm now going back to do that, um, little by little. Mm-hmm. Like I got like one out of the two or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, it's like ah, I've screwed. I'll get it later. Because um, I didn't want to get hung up on every single level, you know, repeating it until I got all the crowns. Oh, I I did that. You did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I c- yeah. It's funny. I think there was a letter on RFN about that kind of behavior. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> perfecting a level before moving on. I mean, I. I think I talked about this a long time ago, but I did that with this new Super Mario Brothers level uh, games, like getting mm-hmm. every star coin before moving on to the next world. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's it's not really that fun to do that, and uh, I've kind of got over that. <laughs> yeah, for me, it just depends on the game. It depends on how much I'm enjoying it. If I'm really enjoying the challenge of it or something, then yeah, maybe I'll keep doing it because I just want to kind of extend that replay value or I just don't sometimes it's just like I said it just depends some some situations I feel like god damn it I need to get that fucking thing for, you know for me it's like um if you work it out after you've completed the level or you mm-hmm. get past the obstacle and you're like oh if I'd done that I would have got it then yeah, that, that's when I go back and do it you know I had that a lot with Pushmo and uh Pushmo and what the hell's the other one? Oh, god pull, you know both pull, of them pull, pull, <laughs> I mean pull blocks a pull yeah. <laughs> pull I know the Japanese names, but that doesn't mean anything to anybody probably listening unless you remembered those. Well, but... those two games have like six names between the three <laughs> regions, don't they? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But yeah, yeah no, with those games too, I mean, it, it was, I mean, it was just tough sometimes. You just have to say, fuck it, and then just come back later and maybe <laughs> figure it out. But. But yeah, then uh, to unlock everything, you obviously have to get all every single one of those crowns to to get everything. And you can unlock um, some cool costumes, which do mm-hmm. affect your movement speed and jumping ability, which is pretty right. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't spoil what they are, but there are some pretty cool ones in there. And you can also unlock the timed uh, levels and mm-hmm. uh, the what's the other ones like collecting uh, things levels, <laughs> mm-hmm. the challenge levels. What they, yeah. Right. So yeah, if you want to unlock all of those, you've got to get uh, the stuff, you know. But yeah, it's it's cool because you know, like to get the crowns, you don't actually have to do it within a certain time. It's just right. like you don't have to use too many blocks to get it, right? Yeah, I think exactly. uh, I think Johnny was confused, thinking he thought he was running out of time. That's why they were going gray, but that's not not the reason, right? Right. So yeah, it's cool, and hopefully everyone gets it. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, the other game, uh, it's kind of timely, you know. Cl- Club Nintendo is now an end, right? Like the end of end of March, I think. Sure. It was the last time you could uh, redeem your coins, your stars, or whatever. So yeah, I had some on my European Club Nintendo, which is uh, in you know infamously bad 
for um, <laughs> exchanging things. Like you know, the best thing they ever had was like you could exchange it for points and stuff. They could you could never ever get games mm-hmm. uh, like the American one, which was awesome, and the Japanese one. But for some reason, in the last month of Club Nintendo Europe, they just boom. They released uh, dozens and dozens of SNES games, uh, NES games, you know, 3DS games that you could download uh, mm-hmm. using your stars. And uh, so, yeah, and they were quite reasonably priced, you know, and I had the choice of, um, you know, some classic uh, SNES games like, you know, Mario World, Link to the Past, Super Metroid, things like that. And mm-hmm. I just got finished playing a Metroid game. Uh, like I talked about last time, Zero Mission, so I thought maybe go for something different. So I went for Link to the Past. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've said this before, I've never replayed a Zelda game. Mm. and But Link to the Past is in my top, you know, top three games ever. So I thought, you know, maybe I should replay this game. <laughs> if it's, mm-hmm. is it still going to be in my top, you know, top 10, top three, whatever games. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm, in the dark world now and i'm absolutely loving it and yeah it still holds up and it is still every bit as awesome as i remember mm-hmm. and uh it's it's pretty cool and i really really like it a link to the past is you know it's the game that started the whole you know light world dark world you know collect eight things and then defeat ganon at the end you know mm-hmm. and it, it it really is like the perfect 2d zelda game in my opinion Mm-hmm. I think I put it slightly above Awakening. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Which uh, yeah. I know, Danny, you probably disagree, but you know. Yeah, but no, I I, I <clears> love <throat> both games, and I mean, actually, I played both of them fairly recently too. But I, same thing with like Majora's Mask. Why I kind of like that over Ocarina of Time and other 3D Zelda's because it's so different than the other stuff, which is you know, all really similar. And you know, Link to the Past. It's it's a phenomenal game. Don't get me wrong, but I I like just the kind of the quirkiness and the wackiness that you find in Link's Awakening, just a little bit more. Yeah, and it's it's cool, like noticing things, you know, like you know the the Zoras and everything, and the, all the kind of things that you know are later put into three D with in in Ocarina and things like that. Um, oh, maybe the Zoras were in the NES one. No, they're in they're in they're in the NES one they're and in yeah, Super Nintendo one too. But you know, they look more similar to what they ended up looking like in three D, right? So, um yeah, it's pretty cool. Like and there's some also some little things I never even realized the first time around. I don't know how I didn't know this, but like there's a there's a fairies fountain like in the middle of the lake in mm-hmm. the light world. And if you go in there you know, you can throw coins in and you can upgrade your equipment. Oh yeah. Um, but after that, after you throw the coins in, and it says today your luck will be, and then you get like you know one of maybe three or four things. Like your luck will be really good, all the way down to terrible. <laughs> you know, I never knew what that meant at the time, and so I I looked it up, and apparently this is if you get whatever your luck is judged at, that affects what you get when you defeat an enemy. Okay. So, so like if you if you're a terrible if you kill like a hundred enemies, you might not get a single rupee. <laughs> but if it's great, you know, pretty much every enemy you kill, you'll get like a rupee or a heart or something, use huh. something useful. And you know, that just like blew my mind. I just did not know that at the time. And I, I tried it out and I tried to go around with like terrible luck. And <laughs> it does make the game much harder because you know, <laughs> you're never getting hearts on, um, 
you know, extra arrows or bombs or anything like that. You're literally just getting nothing from anything ever. Uh -huh. And that just like, yeah, it just blew my mind that there was a whole, you know, part to Link to the Past that I just never knew about <laughs> until now, 2015. Mm -hmm. Crazy. So, yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to, you know, completing this game. Uh, the last time I did that was probably 20 years ago. Oh, man. <laughs> Whenever it was. So, yeah, Ty, you, you do like the 2D ones, right? That's right. That's I very right, much yeah. do. So, I've... which one is your favorite? Uh, Link's Awakening is my favorite. Hmm. But, you know, Link to the Past is my second favorite. There yeah. You yeah. Nobody likes the NES one. I like the NES ones. I actually like Zelda 2 a lot. Oh, God. Might be an unpopular opinion, but I think it's a really good game. Yeah, I think that, aside from Ocarina of Time... Okay, I got Ocarina of Time, then I think I got uh, Link's Awakening, and then my next Zelda game was Zelda 2, which I never, ever beat. And I have, like, six copies on whatever, however many different <laughs> platforms right now. I would advise you to get good, but... <laughs> Like, that's not even sass. You actually have to be good to beat that game. Yeah. Yeah, that that game just isn't fun for me. Yeah. Now, now I will tell you full of sass to get good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Link to the Past is awesome. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, a couple of other short games to talk about. Um, the other one, the... This is... Okay. The, the new Street Pass games hit, and we're going to talk about that in Nintendo Direct, so I'll save that for a little bit later. But the last game um, I, I'm i playing for review, I'm actually playing, playing a lot of games for review, because um, uh, several DS and N64 games came out, and uh, I'll be reviewing most of them. Um, so the one that I'm reviewing first is WarioWare Touched, which is the DS WarioWare game, obviously, because <laughs> it's got touched in the title. And yeah, I actually had this game, I think maybe it was one of the first games I got like in Japan, because I got the Japanese version. I guess this oh, wow. must have come out like, yeah, soon after the DS came out, right? Like maybe it was not a launch title, but, you know, soon after or whatever. And, you know, it's very much like, you know, GBA-looking game with touch controls. Um, a lot of the mini-games are, in fact, you know, used in the DS... in the uh, Sorry, the GBA games. <clears throat> and this came out before Twisted, so, you know, it's it's not as good as Twisted. Um, you know, I haven't played much of Twisted, actually, but, you know, it's very highly revered, right? This one is not so highly revered, and... <sighs> yeah, it doesn't really hold up. I think the thing that really hit me about WarioWare Touched is how, you know, a completely touch-based game on the DS, you know, like a, a capacitive touch, you know, the, um, sorry, not capacitive, resistive touch screen right. of the DS, just kind of sucks. I mean, <laughs> like, you know, maybe, you know, we live in the era of smartphones, right? You know, capacitive touch screens. And, you know, playing games, like, entirely touch-based with your finger, um, just kind of makes sense these days. So to go back to like you know a forced, you have to use the stylus, and it's like it's not very responsive, and you know you often lose. You know you're controlling things with the stylus, and it uh, it just kind of like stops working for some reason. You know if you maybe you're not pushing it hard enough, or you're not holding it in exactly the right point. 
<laughs> you know, within the the bound bounding boxes that you're supposed to hold this item within or something like that. And it's just mm -hmm. really annoying and it just feels feels so outdated. It's really weird cuz like I don't like using the word outdated for, you know, retro games. Um, mm -hmm. you know, like I'm a guy who can happily go and play, you know, super FX games and admire the 3D. Sure. <laughs> you know, I wow. I can put my mind back, you know, to when it was new. Exactly. But like with this one, it's kind of like it's not that old. It's like it's only whatever ten years old. You know, it's, yeah. this is the game that kind of kicked off, you know, touch games. You know, like these kind of mini games. You know, and there's even like a freaking fruit ninja game in in this game. Like mm -hmm. you know, fruit flies at you and you have to slice it in midair. It's like mm -hmm. way before fruit ninja was a thing. And you know, but like just seeing it in this kind of basic, you know, original form is just kind of. I don't know, just annoying. <laughs> it's yeah. just it just doesn't hold up, you know. Um, which is kind of sad, you know, because like this, you know, this DS era, you know, the next DS or whatever. I'm sure it's. Oh God, I hope to God it's not another uh, resistive touchscreen. <laughs> they wouldn't do. <laughs> they wouldn't do that, would they? Oh God, they might. Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, well, we didn't think they did. They would with the Wii U, and they did. So. <laughs> God knows, yep. right? But um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's um, maybe it, it maybe it is a good. Maybe some people can get over that kind of touch with the stylus, but I just can't get over it. And the way it con the way it's viewed on the Wii D Wii U is so weird. Like you can split it across the screen and the gamepad, mm -hmm. but that just doesn't work because you know you're looking at things coming at you from the top screen on the TV. And then right. you have to react to it on the gamepad, so that just doesn't work, right? Yeah. Um, or you can display them both on the gamepad, but then it's shrunk down, and then you can you can <laughs> you can have to kind of tilt the gamepad to the side, do it like vertically. How? Like I, I noticed that. Like, how do you control? So, I guess for so half like of the screen, bad, right? Half of the screen that you can't touch it. Uh, the, like the, the the what would be the upper screen you know you try and touch it and it comes up with a you know a stylus with a cross through it like you can't touch this part of the screen <laughs> um, so they kind of you know they fake it kind of thing but the uh -huh. the where the gap between the screens would be you know like the hinge of the ds they just kind of put a black space there okay um but the black space is kind of wrong it's like it's too big so like when a, an object comes at you it and it comes to the bottom screen, it doesn't feel natural. It's kind of like it kind of flicks over kind of suddenly. Well, I I guess with the DS, like, I mean, it did that too. I mean, it was it was a pretty sizable gap, but yeah, I mean. But I don't know. Somehow, if you could maybe adjust the gap, that might actually help, you know, because it, uh -huh. it might depend on the game. And just sure. for this particular game, it just doesn't work. So, yeah, there's no real good way to play this game, unfortunately. I mean, the best huh. way to play it is just ex exclusively on the gamepad. Uh -huh. But then you just, you know, you, you're restricted to, you know, being cramped over the gamepad. <laughs> you know, just turn sure. the TV off at that point. Right, right. <laughs> so it's kind of weird. And it's like a gamepad is obviously a lot bigger than an, a, a DS. Uh, <laughs> a lot bulkier and it's not as easy to hold. So, yeah, it's kind of... Why are we playing DS games on the Wii U? <laughs> you know, I've I've said this many. Why are we playing GBA games on the Wii U? And now why are we playing DS games on the Wii U? It just doesn't make sense. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, those systems have good games. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. 
<laughs> Zing. And that's a wrap for new business, I think. Okay. Cool. Well, uh, we're going to go ahead and take another quick break. And then we have a ton of news and stuff to talk about with the Nintendo Direct that just happened worldwide. So uh, on the other side of this musical break, we'll be right back to talk about that. Donkey Kong. Tons of news. Uh, Nintendo Direct happened on April 1st here, 2015. Uh, worldwide, lots of stuff got announced. Lots of uh, games that are coming. Lots of games that are not coming, I guess. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, not really. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So uh, James is actually going to go ahead and kick this off. Kind of a little bit of a, I guess, uh, roundup of some of the stuff that went on on this during this Direct. So first up, and James was right. Um, yeah, is, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> my idea, which uh, Iwata just blatantly copied, but it's okay. I, I didn't patent pen it or anything. Uh, <laughs> it's called Amiibo Tap, uh, at least in the English-speaking territories. So this is the um, the free download that you can tap an Amiibo and you get a whatever thirty-second demo of a random uh, VC game related mm-hmm. to that Amiibo. So yeah. You tap a Mario, you get to play Mario World. I thought that they said that it wasn't necessarily. Yeah, that's to the true. Game. That's true, actually. And they actually said they showed like, I think on the one, the American one, they showed like you know Bills and Mario will get him to play Mario Brothers, but you know Iwata's in Amiibo Mario Amiibo will get him to play Donkey Kong or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know what the link is between if there's any link between the game and the amiibo, or if it's just random, which would be mm-hmm. kind of weird. It's like <laughs> you tap Shulk yeah. and you get you know Ice Climbers or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Urban Champion. Yeah, all playing in their underpants. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yes, but uh, yeah, obviously it's a good idea. Obviously, because I thought of it. Um, <laughs> yes. So yeah, well done. And yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of weird, isn't it? I mean. I hope this is there's more of a game element to this. Like, you know, obviously, what what I mean by that is, of course, if you're playing games, that's a game element. But I mean, right? Like, can you collect things? Can you? Is there like a checklist? Is there something like you know, you've you've played all of the, you know, you've got all the Mario Brothers range amiibos, so now you can unlock this game or something like that. If there's like mm-hmm. you know achievements or accomplishments to do, or if, is it just literally welcome to Amiibo Tap? press an amiibo on your gamepad and then you play a game and that's it i'd say that's probably the likely scenario <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, are they going to update it you know with you new know, amiibos i try to get my hopes up too high with things like this <laughs> yeah i mean it's free isn't it so yeah i mean at the, at the bare minimum how about having just like something like smash brothers has you know where you've got like a collection a collector's hall of all the you know like a glass case of all the amiibos, right? And when you tap one, it, it fills in, you know, a virtual figure there, something mm-hmm. like that. So you can, the people who've got every single amiibo can feel some less shame in the fact that they <laughs> bought every single amiibo. <laughs> no, nothing will remove that shame. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Please understand. 
Yes. So, yeah, I guess next up, uh, you know, they talked about this a lot on RFN and I think a couple other podcasts and stuff too. I'll just kind of mention it briefly because I, uh, I'll just go. So, you know, a new Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem If, uh, it's scheduled right now to be coming out in North America and probably Europe uh, sometime in 2016. But this is actually coming to Japan in just a matter of a couple of months on June 25th. And it's, you know, like I said, Fire Emblem If is the Japanese title. Um, there are actually two versions of the game, like two SKUs that will be, you know, sold. And these both have from like the sixth chapter in the game, this story like just kind of deviates. And then basically they, they're, they're different that way. And if you get it as like a download version, you get to like choose, but you know, if you buy the physical version, you just kind of get, you know, whatever. Right, right. And then they have, uh, like a, some kind of a more DLC if they're going to be having, uh, I guess sometime right after launch, or maybe right at launch too, which is kind of bizarre. Do, we don't know what these that. two versions are called, right? Is I totally forgot to write it down. <laughs> it's called Fire it's, Emblem If, right? Fire Emblem If, and then like probably it's something like the White Path, and then like the Black Path, or something <laughs> kind of like that. Uh, that sounds wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But. Anyways, I don't know. I'm, I'm. St- I bought Fire Emblem Awakening, and I still haven't even barely played it. So I'm definitely not what? lining up for this. I don't even have the game, it. but I decided <laughs> go what? Yeah, so I'll just kind of let it be. And more interested parties will uh, probably take care of this and talk about this. And I'm sorry, you probably won't be hearing much about this on the Famicast. <laughs> yeah, I guess lots of people are going to be importing Japanese 3DSs, or at least hacking them, because <laughs> <laughs> there is a region hack now, right? Uh, hasn't there always been? Sort of. I I think last time I checked, you could uh, you could play cartridges from different regions if you used an exploit through the browser. Oh, okay. Yeah, that browser one was crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah, you didn't need to do any modifications; just go to a website. <laughs> it's crazy. Huh. Yeah. Cool. Um, Ty, you want to read that next little bit there? Just about code name. Yes. Codename Steam to receive an update two times for 3DS, three times for new 3DS. Oh, that's an, as in the speed update, right? Okay, that's a James edition. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess if you're not familiar with the, the complaints about this game. I'm not. Alien movement is, uh, you have to sit and watch the Oh, that's right. I heard about that. Take his turn. I I think uh, I put which... I found a maybe you sent me a review of this game or somebody did and I found some choice quotes for scrub quotes. <laughs> some guy reviewed it and like he was literally complaining oh, yeah, yeah. that like the exit was hidden behind an enemy. Ugh. <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. I, yeah, that was me. I sent you that because thank you for that. It was full of full of so many scrub quotes. It was I almost couldn't count them. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, most of them were based around how hard it was. So. But yeah. anyway, yeah. I dream of a future where people are, are held accountable for being bad at video games. Especially <laughs> game reviewers. Hmm. So yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. So like, yeah, if you got a new 3DS, you get you know three times faster than um, two times faster if you got Neat. just a regular 3DS. Right. I'm kind of curious to how they're going to handle this out because, I mean, right now, this is not available anywhere else but North America. 
comes out in <laughs> well, Japan, have you Europe, seen the Australia. Game? It's like Abraham Lincoln on the front cover, right? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's it's coming out here in, in Japan in May and in the other regions too as well. I mean, I think around the same time, maybe the end of the month or maybe the middle. I don't remember. It's either that or Splatoon, but is whatever. It, is it called the same – going to be called the same thing? It's called Codename Steam and it's called Lincoln versus Alien. Oh, that's Singular. It. That's brilliant. Alien. <laughs> the hit sequel to Stalin versus the Martians. <laughs> yeah, something like that. That was a real game, by the way. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> cool bosses idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I think on our on our staff or god on our uh, profile that we have of the game on the site, I noticed that somebody put aliens with an s. I was like, "No, no, no, no. This is alien." You get singular. you get that correct grammar out of here. Where this is a <laughs> this is a Japanese title here. Yeah, exactly. So I think no. I think that movie Cowboys versus Aliens was also just called Cowboy Bosses Idiot. In, cool. In Japan, so. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, yeah. So the next little bit of news, actually, there's quite a bit of stuff. Uh, James, do you want to yeah. go ahead and? Well, take yeah, because I've got bit. most of these games <laughs> yeah. for review. Uh, the, the first one is the only one I don't have actually. Um, Yoshi Touch and Go, which is, um, I think that was a, definitely a launch title, and also and again, sucks. these are Wii U virtual. These are Wii U. Virtual console games, DS games, and Wii U. Well done. And this, ah, oh, that's a really touch-heavy game as well. So that will pretty much suck on the Wii U. <laughs> yeah, WarioWare Touched, which is yeah, what I'm reviewing, and probably the review will be up on the site by the time you uh, listen to this podcast. These are all nine ninety nine, by the way, in America. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what the Japan prices are? Thousand yes. yen. And it depends on the game, actually. It's oh yeah. The... Yeah. <laughs> or is it like 922 yen or something stupid like it, that? It depends. Like, seriously, it really just depends on the game. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, and then finally, uh, the Nintendo 64. It finally comes to Wii U after, mm-hmm. whatever, two and a half years of <laughs> being out. Um, yeah, quick reminder, N64 games have been on the original Wii uh, for several years <laughs> since launch since launch, since launch like the first batch of virtual console stuff yeah so um, yeah I thought it was pretty hilarious how Nintendo were triumphantly saying you know Mario 64 now on Wii U it's like yeah congratulations Let's, let me just do a slow golf clap for you right there <laughs> but yeah DK64 um, and <laughs> Mario Paper Mario uh, mm-hmm. on the N64 and yeah um, Mario 64. Yep. Those are three 64 games. And yeah, the DS, the last DS game is uh, Mario Kart DS, which uh, I also am playing for review. Um, <laughs> wow. Minus any of the online features, I might add. Of, or multiplayer features. Um, but yeah, at least it does have the awesome mission mode, which they uh, criminally removed in any future uh, Mario Kart games. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. But anyway. <laughs> Save that for the next podcast if I get around to playing it before then. So, yeah, lots of DS and N64 games on the right. Wii U. <laughs> and, yes, and, you know, on the Japan side of things, it's a little bit different. And, um, Ty, uh, would you mind go ahead and reading off, like, the release dates and, like, what games that we're getting actually here in Japan and the platforms and all that stuff? I would love nothing more. <laughs> all right, so in Japan, we on uh, April 2nd, which was a while ago. We got New Super Mario Brothers, the the DS version for 
880 yen. Big Brain Academy, 630 yen. That's not Dr. Kawashima, right? That's the other. Yes, exactly. Because big, because just Brain Age was free last summer. Like <laughs> right, right. It's period of like a month. And this game has no style. It has no grace. <laughs> this game. You collect things until you're red in the face. Has... <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, you can get Donkey Kong 64 <laughs> for 952 yen. Mm-hmm. It's like a second yeah. job. <laughs> you know what i i have this kind of a weird connection with donkey kong 64 as it basically is the first game that helped me build up a backlog of games that i couldn't or just didn't beat when i was a kid yep. um so yeah i kind of want to get this again just to see if i can beat Why? it so just throw my wii u out the window well people complain that this is the game that killed the 3d platformer like dead well, this I'm game. not saying I want to collect all of the items because that's bullshit. I didn't want to beat the last yeah, boss. I did, by the way, back in the day. I did everything. I don't yeah. even know why I did. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> like... Lots of time. Okay, so these are the first 64 games on the Wii U, right? Mm-hmm. Man, like, I just, I'm just thinking to myself, why did they have to pick Donkey Kong 64? <laughs> well, in, in its defense, I mean, this is the first time it's been available since, like, 1999. I mean... Give me Blast Corps. Give me Blast Corps. Dude, right? Yeah, yeah Blast Corps. Oh. GoldenEye, which, which, by the way, it was completely ported to 360 and then not released with <laughs> online play. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, I guess, yeah. yeah. I guess Microsoft owned Blast Corps. They're just not doing anything with it. Yeah. Mm. Thanks, Bill Gates. Yeah, so in conclusion, by 360, you can play Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> Love Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, dude. Um, I, I'm sure there's a 64 games like I want to get that are not on this list. Yeah, there's not, in in Japan. There's only two right now. And so. yo, Mario Kart 64, please. Yeah, please. <laughs> All right. Uh, games on April 8th. Got Yoshi's Island DS. Boo. <laughs> well, that sucks. So, was it was the DS version bad? No, no, no. This is the sequel. This is the bad sequel. Oh, okay, the yeah. Yoshi's Island. Well, let's never bad speak of sequel. it again. No. And <laughs> Super Baby Mario sixty four noted good game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. Speed run that. Yeah. First time I played Mario sixty four is maybe the most fun I've had playing a video game in my life. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty incredible. At least it was that first time. I mean, it's still probably pretty fun. But... Yep. And games on April 15th, WarioWare Touched. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> ah, so why do we made in Wario? Yeah, that's the one I remember. Yep. It's got a cool yep. box design in Japan. Yeah, I mean, they. yeah, <laughs> it, it does. <laughs> probably what tricked me this. to buying it. <laughs> yeah. I remember that game had like a, a lot of fun extra little toys almost. Yep. Like, you yeah. could blow into your DS microphone and, like, play an ocarina by hitting the buttons. They're called tech demos, Ty. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, they're kind of amusing on a portable system. On the Wii U, not so much. <laughs> they were probably, yeah. like, a collection of all the um, E3 demos. Just in, They just threw them in there. Yeah. So cool, yeah. That's, that's pretty much right now all of the virtual console stuff that they have um, that they've been talking about lately, aside from the occasional Famicom releases and stuff that they still do. And actually, I've been me- 
for like basically the past four months, I've been kind of not keeping up on all that stuff, but I know there've been a lot of cool games released and I'm going to be going through and updating stuff on the site, maybe here in the next couple of weeks. So maybe if I see anything that's really cool, I'll talk about it in the next Famicast just to rub it in your guys' faces out there that don't live in Japan or don't have Japanese systems. Thanks, Danny. Yeah. Well, someone has got to do it. Asshole. So, <laughs> yeah. Or um, you could just download the ROMs on your computer. You could do that too. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, one other thing that happened during the Japanese Direct that I'm almost positive, James, you have to kind of back me up on this, mm-hmm. that did not happen in the West, is that basically during the middle of the Direct, Iwata just came out and said, hey, you know, you know, is it really interesting for you guys out there to just listen to me, a 55-year-old man, just talk about all the game releases in like a 45-minute segment or something? <laughs> and and then he was like saying, he's like, hey, you know, we've been kind of searching through the ranks of, you know, people here at Nintendo, and they found this kind of younger guy. Um, his name's uh, Morimoto, Mr. Morimoto. And um, <laughs> <laughs> he he's, looks, I don't know how old he is, but he's definitely not 55, and um, from here on out, and also starting in this particular direct, he is uh, helping out Iwata by presenting, you know, all this the different stuff that's going on. So, yeah, I don't know. It's still, you know, uh, Iwata is kind of. I was talking to my wife. It's like, how do you when you see Iwata like doing these directs like in Japanese? Like, is this weird or like is this normal? Like, you know, she how she felt about like the inflections about how he talks and I said, yeah, it's kind of weird how he talks and this other new guy is kind of weird too. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's yeah, cool. I would love to to like watch the board meeting that uh, led to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know what would be funny is if I did it. <laughs> he, he's yeah. not a real person. He's designed by committee. Yeah. He's Nintendo's poochie. Yeah. Well, well the the European one uh, got taken over by uh, Satoru Shibata, and then the American mm-hmm. one was Bill Trinan. So that's right. the, that's when it split off. So then, yeah, this Morimoto guy doing yeah. the Japanese one. Yeah, it makes sense exactly because I mean Japan it was just Iwata. He was the face of Nintendo for the whole company worldwide, and then you know obviously for the Japan branch too. Um, but yeah, I mean, so this is good. I mean, I guess it's just more of the same, just with a slightly different voice and the same <laughs> dead look in his eyes. So did it, did he do the direct hand gesture? Yeah, they both did it together actually. Good God! <laughs> By the way, Satoru Shibata, the European president um mm-hmm. his english is actually worse than iwata uh, his, really? his pronunciation in english in general is worse but he's he's uh he's a charming guy but uh-huh. uh he's kind of funny but yeah his english is so bad and his pronunciation you can actually you can't actually understand the game titles that he's saying sometimes <laughs> it's uh, oh, it's man. quite impressive that sounds way better actually <laughs> yeah after <laughs> and uh, insert some uh, clips or something at the end cool <laughs> um well speaking of um games that are like three years old uh james how about you go ahead and take this next little bit of news well um nintendo has this little rule in japan um if you want to publish an indie game um in japan on the wii u or the 3ds don't do it um, well, yeah. The first, if you're if you're not Japanese, the first one is uh, the first response is go away. But if you, <laughs> if you refuse to go away, they say no. Seriously, go away and at least get an office in Japan. And if you do that, and you somehow manage to convince a Japanese guy to 
talk on the phone to Nintendo for you and pretend that your whole company is based in Japan, you might be able to trick Nintendo into allowing your indie game on the eShop in Japan. Or you could just let Nintendo publish it or a big uh, publisher like you know Capcom or somebody to do it. So that's what the guys uh, who did Little Inferno and the Swapper, that's what they did. So they just let Nintendo publish and translate it. So now they're they are Nintendo games. They are literally Nintendo games in Japan. Little right. indie games. Yeah, um, I was really surprised to see Little Inferno come up. I mean, this is a Wii U launch title in like Europe and North America. So yeah. <laughs> welcome to 2012. I mean, so yeah, that's why we'll never get things like Retro, Retro City Rampage or, you know, Mutant Muds or things like that. I think Mutant Muds is actually available on 3DS. What's the other the other games that they've made? Uh, Jules Watson's company. The yeah, I think Mutant Muds is the only one. Z- Zeno, Z- Zeno Drifter. Yeah, that's not coming anytime um, soon. Yeah, the Metroid game. That will never, probably never come. I think it's just the, the expense. You know, like I said, you know, you've got to have some base in Japan. And, right. uh, you know, it's got to be fully translated. And, yeah, it's too right. expensive it- for most people to do. Yeah, there are some like kind of go between companies that are sometimes just consist of like one or two guys or something that, you know, kind of facilitate this stuff for these companies. Like I remember I was following somebody on Twitter that he was in, responsible for helping out somehow getting Steamworld Dig brought over here to Japan. And I don't know, I, man, maybe we should just get him on the show sometime to talk to him about it and to see what, you know, he had to do to help those guys out with that. But yeah, it's 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 very interesting, and you know you hear stories from all over the place. I think it'd just be cool to get another perspective too, is to cool. see what it. How you got Steamworld Dig into Japan? That's cool. I bought it in Japan. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks, yeah. guy. Yeah, <laughs> but um. So yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that was a long that was a long winded winded way of saying you know those two games just came out or will yeah. come out in Japan. <laughs> Exactly. The Swapper, that's a kind of 2D, like, space exploration. Uh, not space exploration, but, like, you know, guy in a suit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one. No, it, yeah, it's a right? fairly recent game, as far as I know. Yeah. I thought it was just, like, last year or something. But Little Inferno, that was a launch game. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That's too long ago, but, you know, whatever. Um, so, um, Ty, uh, I don't know if this other game might be up your alley or not. I mean, theoretically, yes. <laughs> but uh, would you mind reading oh, this next little bit of news here? Yeah. Dragon Ball Z Extreme Butoden is a 2D fighter coming on 611 for 5,690 yen. Sprite based, tons of characters from the series, continuation of the series that was on the Super Famicom. Hey, did Arc System Works make this game? No. No, this is being published and developed by Bandai Namco. Okay. There are tons of assist characters as well. If you buy the game, you will get three bonus items, two of which can be used in arcades in Japan. What? Yeah. Yeah, so they <laughs> one of them is like some kind of like a disc like, you know, like the Pokemon games here. We've talked about it before of like this NFC or pseudo NFC kind of like disc thing that could be used in like specific games. One of them's like you get a special character in this, and another one's like some kind of a card for one of those type of things, I don't know. It's something that I would never use. But the next part that Ty is going to say is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. The other is a download code for a port of Super Butoden 2 for 3DS. Yeah, and I, I don't know if you guys... Okay, like 15 years ago, during 
I don't know. I, I was pretty into uh, emulation and stuff like that. And some of the stuff that my brothers and I would play or some of like these Dragon Ball Z games and stuff that were out. And actually, this Super uh, Butoden 2, it was actually available in France, too, on the Super Nintendo. Um, so there's like a French version, I think a like legit French version of the game, and there's like some busted ass translated English version too. But <laughs> and like in this series, as far as I know, on the Super Nintendo there were three versions, and number two was like the best one. So I'm kind of excited because it's a pretty sweet game, and uh, just looking at the footage for this looks pretty cool. It's a little steep, a little over like fifty bucks, but eh. Whatever. I just want to know how does this NFC thing work? Is this like a new 3DS thing? No, no, no none of these things work with 3DS game okay. at all. <laughs> okay. As far as I know, it's like arcade machines. It, yeah, nothing to do with 3DS. Just for it's like Dragon Ball Z. Oh, so you just get that, a completely separate item that you use in yeah, the arcades. For, nothing exactly. to do with 3DS. You just get it with it. <laughs> That's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like buying a Snickers bar and getting a Pikachu doll with it. It's like, what's this got to do with what I just bought? Everything. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, James? Do you, well, actually, I'll go ahead and read this next little bit. Because, anyway. Um, so, Rhythm Tengoku, the best plus, is also <laughs> coming on that, <laughs> on that same day on June 11th here. Uh, 4,700 yen. It's, of course, a new Rhythm Heaven game uh, coming for 3DS. It has over 100 stages. Some of the stages from the previous games are actually also remixed. And uh, other things you can do with this, too, they actually have download play, like local download play that you can play with up to four people. So so is this a crossover with New Love Plus or what? Yeah, sure. <laughs> no. Be... No, it's just Japan. They, got, they just use Plus and Alpha and whatever. New. Cross new it's you name it they might use it um so yeah it, it seems pretty fun i might pick this and that dragon ball game up both on the same day uh, we'll see so. so it's got 100 stages and some of them are old from the older games so there are some new ones as well i believe so cool yeah so. people love the uh the rhythm tengoku the rhythm heaven yeah, yeah it's and a good game i guess this has potential to come out in the West maybe next year, right? Possibly. I mean, the other one on the Wii, it came out yeah, yeah. in the West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think somebody gave that a 10 on the site. Okay, okay. Highly, critically, highly reviewed. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I'll go next then. Um, is It's Mario Kart 8 DLC coming April 23rd. Which is earlier than expected. We um, were expecting the uh, the DLC in May, right? Right. So, yeah, there's a massive dump of things coming to Mario Kart 8. So hold on to your asses, gentlemen. <laughs> um, the first thing is this thing that's been mentioned to death uh, is the 200cc mode, which makes it super crazy fast. Almost like, you know, somebody's ROM hacked it and, you know, cranked up the speed. And apparently you have to use brakes, you know, for people that didn't know, there is actually a brake button in Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of interesting and might get people, I don't know, like people like Ty to play it again. Maybe. So Maybe. It looks crazy fast. Yeah. I mean, like ridiculously fast. Like the F-Zero level, for example, is just going to make you cry and wish there was an F-Zero game on Wii U. 
<laughs> and the other kind of things uh, less exciting is uh, things like bullshit uh, me hats, which you can <laughs> unlock with your amiibos. So, you know. Wow, don't and, care. You could. <laughs> Instead of just playing as Mario, you could play as a me with Mario on his hat. Uh, But now you can play as Pac-Man. No, you can't. You can't play as Pac-Man. You can play as your me with a Pac-Man symbol. That's very Japan. (laughs) Yeah, Mega Man, Bowser, Rosalina, Olimar, Wario, Villager, and Toad. But, you know, I'm really not a fan of those helmets. You know, they're just, it's just all the same, you know, looking helmet with a logo on the side, you know. It's... Pretty, pretty vanilla. Yeah, and, I'd uh, rather just play as the characters if they're available in the game. Personally, exactly. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine if they announced that you know you you touch uh, Mega Man amiibo and you can play as Mega Man? I mean, that's like yeah. straight up legit cool thing to have. But yeah, just a... that's next maze DLC, <laughs> right? Hey, it's an evergreen title. Yeah. And yeah, there's a couple of new vehicles as well. The the Streetle, I gotta love that. It's a beetle that looks like a car, or a car that looks like a beetle. Delete is appropriate. And <laughs> the other one is a kind of a Animal Crossing style scooter. <laughs> Less exciting. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's a Mario Kart 8 DLC. Reason to put Mario Kart 8 back in your Wii U. Yeah. <laughs> Only Nintendo can do this, you know, like have just like an awesome amount of free DLC, but then also, you know, have some legitimately worthy paid DLC. I mean, like the Animal Crossing pack, I mean, you get the characters and the the, the cars as well, but you get like eight tracks, right? Because you get like yeah. two cups. Right. Because you get like the Animal Crossing cup, but you also get an, an extra retro cup, you know, nothing to do with Animal Crossing. But yeah, that'll be another four retro tracks which is always exciting to see how they're going to update those. You know, might get some N64 tracks. Who knows? Yeah. Possible. Super Famicom. Yeah. I could not be less interested in the next thing, so I refuse to read it out. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll go ahead and just get blow through some of the, this <laughs> stuff right here. Uh, so Animal Crossing Happy Home Design is announced. <laughs> <laughs> Making use of special... Uh, card-based amiibo. Camibo. Um, Camibo. You see what they did there? Camibo. <laughs> yeah, and I, paper. Yes, and in the West, this is coming out in the fall. I'd like to say I could have swore that in Japan, this stuff was coming out. I think. Oh God, I think it's actually announced just like a just a uh, summer this release that they have without any specific dates. Um, so I mean, it makes sense with given how popular 3ds is here compared to other places in the world and especially with a title like animal crossing or something like this how it can really potentially push these cards probably blind packs and up to, uh, who the hell knows it's there's really not a lot of information out on this i could honestly care less but uh, you know i think this is a, a lot of potential to be kind of a pretty popular title for Nintendo. okay i thought i could stay silent in this section but i can't i just gotta get this off my chest this is bullshit <laughs> You get, you buy cards to get a whiny animal to ask you to to design a room for them. I mean, we're not even sure if you're going to get the items that you need to design the home. It's, mm-hmm. it's basically just like unlocking a challenge to to do in Animal Crossing. It's just ah oh, annoys me a lot. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, if you have to actually pay for the software and pay for the cards, I mean, that would be bullshit. The software and, um, is free? I don't know. Is it? <laughs> I don't think they said. Do you need Animal way. Crossing? Do you need your Animal Crossing save data? Like, if an animal asks you to for a certain item and you don't have it, like, what do you do? Do you buy another you're, card? <laughs> oh. You're screwed. Oh, God. No, I mean, there, from what I can tell, I, I mean, I... I wasn't paying that close attention when they were talking about this, but sure. I, they didn't really give any details about like this type of stuff, you know. So yeah, it was kind of weird. It's like, you know, they announced this whole new thing, you know, NFC cards, but then they don't really tell you much about them. But you know, right. whatever, don't buy this, please, please <laughs> don't buy this. Yeah. But so, the, the next uh, thing is very exciting, and I do want to talk yeah. about this because this is going to be. Uh, bit of an extension to my new business um mm -hmm. because the new street pass games uh are they is it only in japan at the moment i think it, no uh, no does it come out on the 16th i thought i heard it was 16th I, oh really i just just okay i have no idea actually then i think it comes out on the 16th well yeah probably by the time you're listening to this uh it'll be just about coming out okay so yeah two new games uh street pass fishing and street pass zombies um but in America, they kind of went all out with the translation and they called it Ultimate Angler and Battleground Z. Because, <laughs> you know, America. Um, but yeah. in, in Europe, it is literally just called Street Pass <laughs> Fishing and Zombies. Okay. So, yeah, obviously, I couldn't be less interested in fishing, but Zombies is amazing. This is like, uh, yeah, this is like a AAA Street Pass game here. I mean, if you like Street Passing, or if you can, I, I should add the proviso, if you can street pass uh, in your country, then this is a no-brainer. It's so good. Um, mm -hmm. I think this is like the first like um, game that I've ever played where you can directly control your me and actually like attack and kill things with it. Yeah, that's a good... Can, huh. can anyone think of any other games well, where I you mean, can do Smash that? Well, I mean, Smash Brothers, you can... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, and I guess Mario Kart if you really want to get into that too but, but yeah like a, like really a killing you just like a third disabling. person action game with your me I mean it's it's pretty cool I mean so basically the people that you street pass I mean when you create a profile you add what your interests are or like you know your hobbies or whatever you can choose you know like dancing or travel <laughs> or shopping things like that all of those are turned into weapons um, so if you if you like you know partying, then you get like a party popper thing that kind of blasts out things. Oh, that not like a zombies. beer bottle, like broken. <laughs> <Maybe. that> you... <laughs> yeah, you get a smashed glass bottle <laughs> to, to stab zombies in the eye. No, but like, yeah, I, I can't remember what I wrote as mine. Maybe I put photography or something like that. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, so yeah, like for example, shopping, you get a shopping bag and but you can actually hold it down and charge and you get like a super attack and some of them are just straight up crazy like for example if you the dance the dancing one you kind of do these like break dance moves like kicking and spinning around when you do it but if you hold it down and let go any zombies in the vicinity of you start to it goes to a cutscene, separate cutscene, and it's kind of like a moonwalker do you remember the uh, -huh. uh the Genesis slash arcade game. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and all the zombies start dancing with you. And then wow. when the cutscene ends, they all just die. 
<laughs> which is it's straight up that's from Moonwalker, right? Yeah, dude. That's your that's your special attack, right? And then like the travel one, like you got like you're carrying along like a travel case, and if you do the super attack, <laughs> like it goes to a cutscene and a tour guide bus comes along, all the zombies get on the bus, and then the bus drives through this portal <laughs> into hell or something. Then <laughs> <And then laughs> any zombie on the bus just gets killed immediately. It's amazing. They've got loads of these kind of uh, super attacks that take you to a separate cutscene. Like, like if you're like studying, like you get a pencil, but like <laughs> if you if you do the super attack, you get taken to it. The zombies get taken to a classroom, <laughs> and then yeah, you as the teacher, you know, electrifies all the zombies with your death glare because you're angry at the <laughs> zombies for not concentrating. Mm-hmm. Wow, <laughs> it's amazing. It's so good. It's so good. Do drugs. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, you've got, like, all these missions, and there's there's such variety in the missions. Like, some of them you just, like, yeah, kill all the zombies. But other ones you've got, like, um, you have to defend, like, a shopping mall's entrance or, like, an ice cream stall or something like that. Uh, Other ones are, like, you have to defend some uh, escort mission kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, there's like there's so many things that's going on, and like the all the levels is like each level is com- totally unique. You know, you're like in your shopping malls, you're in like a a football stadium, and you know you're on a street. It's like this every level is like completely different, and you know really well laid out with like interesting missions and things to do. And of mm-hmm. course, the zombies are all like you know me like zombies. You know, they're like right. just like bodies and a head and little arms. So it's all very cute, but they do grab onto you and bite your neck, <laughs> you know, kind of a me cute kind of way. But yeah, it's still, it's it's pretty cool, and uh, yeah, definitely my favorite Street Pass game by far up to this point. It's overtaken the uh, the shooting game and the uh, the the mansion game, which were, huh. which were my previous favorites. So yeah, yeah, I only got to play a little bit of this, so I. I... I think I was, I just played like one round of street passes. I got like 10 one day and I was like, Hey, cool. And I played it. I was like, Oh, this is great. And then I just didn't get any more street passes. And um, actually James, I wanted to ask you about that too. I mean, are you noticing like a drop in the, in the amount of street passes that you're getting nowadays? Like people or in general, just, yeah, just in general. No, 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 no. I, I get pretty much 10 anytime I go out on the train or something. It just depends. Sometimes like, I've even went into kind of more populated areas here in Saitama, which is not, you know, <laughs> crazy town or anything. Right. But, like, sometimes I come home and I'm like, okay, I'm going to have at least ten. And then I have, oh, you have four. I'm hmm. like, oh, okay. Yeah, anyway. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty cool. And it's it's very gratifying to see, like, all the unique – because, you know, everyone has a different interest. You know, with the with the colored – t-shirts like with the the find me you know it was everyone was basically red or blue you know fire or water right it got pretty boring after a while but with this one you very rarely get you know people with the same interests so you've always got different weapons to play and right i wasn't yeah you don't really realize it but this i think there's about like 15 maybe more like interests that you can select oh so, really yeah maybe yeah, maybe 20 or something and you can actually there's a training mode like a practice mode and so you can you know view all of those animations anytime you want oh cool it's pretty cool 
Um, so yeah, I mean, there's still like about four or five that I haven't seen yet, um, which is pretty cool. The gaming one is kind of obvious. It's a it's a Wii remote that turns into a sword. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the most common one because obviously gamers in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Americans get your Belgrand Z. Or, uh, <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. European. Everyone else enjoys Street Pass Zombies. <laughs> I don't know about fishing. Cool. Who gives a shit? It's fishing. I, I I played a little bit. It's it's not bad. It's fishing, but not as complicated as anything you'll find in Zelda or Animal Crossing. <laughs> it seems like, and you know, it's eh, it's like whatever. the garden. Who buys the gardening one for fuck's sake? Well, I just got the pack. Yeah, so, I mean, you got the pack. You're an idiot. <laughs> don't get the ones. Don't don't get the ones you don't want. Like nah, I, I, I always, care. I just buy the ones that look, you know legitimately fun you know what's the point of it's like ah oh, fuck it i'll pay 20 20 and get the whole set you know oh it's not that bad whatever it is yeah i don't know the fishing it wasn't that bad well, i didn't find it like you know offensive or anything <laughs> i mean you know i still i still had some a little bit of fun with it i want to play you know a little bit more but that would require me to you know go somewhere <laughs> oh yeah we should actually add there is actually an update to the street pass plaza itself you can now actually right. remove games from uh the the gaming area so you can just have the ones that you only play uh-huh. like if you're like oh god i'm sick of find me you can actually just remove that now uh-huh. and if you want you can actually pay like a five dollar premium and add birthdays and um a kind of a what do you call it? Uh, not celebrities, but like the gold pant me's. You know, you can actually save them into a, like a separate room, which you which you can't do at the moment. So, but it's so weird how you pay five, you know, five hundred yen or whatever, five dollars for that, just to add, you know, birthdays. You know, like oh, you passed somebody had a birthday in October, yay! <laughs> well done, you know. But who gives a shit? You know, uh, if, hey James. Guess who gives a shit? Oh, Guess who god. bought it? You're an <laughs> this idiot. This guy. Oh god. Yep. I mean, I'm like the biggest Street Pass fan ever. Do I want to be a Street Pass premium member? No, not if that's all you get. I mean, if if it had um, the thing that would have made me update it is if it said you know you can now Street Pass twenty people at a time. Mm-hmm. That would have made me upgrade, but. Yeah, maybe that's. But James, a, if you collect like, let's say you get the whole month of October filled with like birthdays, dude, you get like a a ticket for a new hat. <laughs> I got a Splatoon hat. Boom! That's cool. Yeah, and they, oh, and the other thing that it uh, updates, which you don't need to pay a premium for, you just get anyway, is you can actually change the the background of your speech bubble when you greet people. So there's like you know, Mario, Donkey Kong, Zelda ones. So you're not just like the plain white speech bubble that everyone has, right? Which, and you have to you have to actually buy those with those tickets. Yeah, somewhere. yeah, you, uh, one ticket per one. So yeah, okay. and you got yeah. There's a few more like full costume sets, you know, like a full Link set, things like that mm-hmm. that you can do. Yeah, and like as a Splatoon, which is obviously a new addition. Uh, I'm really kind of surprised they didn't monetize those tickets yet, because I mean. I mean, honestly, when I was, like, just trying to get a Virtual Boy hat for, like, the longest time, and I missed it because I had, like, no tickets, and then I got one, and then I had to wait, like, a whole other cycle of, you know, days and days just to do it, I was almost as tempted to just be like, look, man, if you could let me pay, like, a dollar for, like, a ticket or something, I'd probably do it, but... They updated the consoles one. There's now a Wii U one. 
Oh yeah, I saw that one. Street Pass. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, um, so we're going a little bit long in the news. I'll go ahead and just kind of go through this, the rest of the stuff fairly quickly. Um, so uh, Shin Megami Tensei cross Fire Emblem. That's still something that is happening. They showed kind of a creepy anime type video on all of the directs. It looked like an AKB48 video. Kind of. <laughs> so that's something that's still happening. Uh, no really time frame given on the release for that. Uh, North America is actually getting uh, Fatal Frame 5. Uh, it's going to be coming out there. Maybe Europe as well. It's getting yeah, translated. Think, yeah, European. Getting okay. And this, yeah, this came out actually right... I don't think it was October James, as the agenda says. No. Um, it was shortly after TGS. So maybe like September. Boom. Nerd glasses. <laughs> um, no, another thing too. Fan voting opened up for Smash Brothers. So... You can vote for Smash Brothers characters, and they probably won't care. They'll just put in whatever they want anyway. Japan. Uh, Ty, who are you going to vote for? Uh, Scorpion. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I might vote for Snake. He should be back in it. No? I like, no, I like Snake in uh, Brawl, but you know. Now it should be in a good they're, game. They're not even going to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, somebody said this like they they've probably got like five that they're doing already, and they're just going to see which of those five gets the most votes, and then start that one first or something like that. Yeah, I mean it's all speculation, but it's yeah, it's probably kind of what they're doing. I would imagine. Oh look, two million people <laughs> voted for Goku! Yay! <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I remember there was actually one of these for Brawl. Not a lot of people remember that. So because what? uh it was it was only on the Japanese site. Huh. You could uh get in on there and vote for a character. Huh. Well, you could write in any character you wanted. <laughs> and I I think I I vaguely remember posting on the forums a long time ago like instructions on how to stuff the ballot box for whatever character I wanted. <laughs> Waluigi, I I think it was Jill Valentine, hmm. maybe so, something totally implausible is never going to happen. Oh. But didn't she, didn't she eventually get put in a different fighting game? Well, she she had long since been in Marvel vs. Capcom too. Mm-hmm. Maybe you sent it to the wrong website. <laughs> yeah, and also like seven years later. Yep. <laughs> never forget. Yep. Never forget. <laughs> So, yeah. uh, Danny, you missed over the Yarn Amiibos. Oh, God. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Those um, are amazing. I'm definitely... Yeah, they do look ridiculously cute and colorful and just great. And actually, you know, kind of, okay, because, you know, uh, Splatoon, you know, they also announced that there could be some Amiibo uh, support for that, actually their own Amiibo as well. And, um, you know, kind of a fun story with that. Immediately, like a few hours, I think four hours after the Direct happened, I just went to Amazon Japan and just pre-ordered this three-pack of Amiibo because what? They can unlock certain things in the game and whatnot. Am I wrong? Wow, it's just like DLC, except <laughs> with a much, much larger profit margin. <laughs> yeah, a much larger space on your shelf. Um, I think you can like you can play against... Uh, they unlock certain challenges where you play against them or something. Okay. okay. Something like that. I just thought I kind of like the aesthetic for Splatoon, so I think having some kind of like a physical version of that, it's, it was kind of cool. And you know, 
yes, I figured why the hell not. And then like seriously, maybe I don't know, six hours after I did that, the shit was already up to double what it was worth. You know, what the retail price was. It was retailed for about like three thousand yen, maybe something like twenty five bucks and then after that, I was already up to like 6,000 and climbing. Jesus. So it's like, are you kidding? <laughs> I showed the Yarn Amiibos to my three-year-old son, and he thought they mm-hmm. looked really cool. So uh, cool. I think we'll probably get one of those as a toy, because that's what yeah. Amiibos are. They're toys for babies. And <laughs> so, so, so I'm going to buy the toy for my baby. Excuse me. <laughs> they're toys for rich babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not working yet. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, actually, in that news, my Amiibo collection doubled recently from one oh. to two because um, <laughs> um, my son wanted a, like a Mario toy. And uh, I thought, well, why not get the Mario, the new Super Mario Brothers Amiibo? Because I, I don't like the, Mash, the Smash Brothers Mario because it's got like orange snot coming out of his hand. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I've, got an, I've now gotten a Mario, Mario one. And my son actually uh, sleeps with it on next to his pillow. Oh, man. We doesn't roll over on the middle of the <laughs> yeah, night. We, we often have to remove it from the pillow before he uh, rolls up <laughs> onto his face or something like that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how amiibos should be used, people. Yes. As toys well, for children. At least with this Yarn Yoshi one, I mean, it's, it won't like yeah, injure yeah. your son yeah, yeah, in yeah. bed. It'd be safe to sleep next to that one. Yeah. Good call. Cool. Um,. Yeah, so lots of new stuff about Splatoon was kind of showed off. Yeah, obviously, you know, no voice chat didn't, you know, whatever. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to a Nintendo podcast. Yeah. Uh, Then, on you know, with that too, Mario Maker, it's supposed to be coming out in September. Yoshi's Worldly World as well. I could have swore that there's a different date for that in Japan. I think it's maybe summertime. It just seems almost too good to be true, but it might be a thing, actually. Yeah, I Um, thought there was a... Like maybe earlier in Europe as well. I don't know. I could be wrong, but anyway. Hmm. But yeah, I, th- I think that is coming out in the summer here. Um, da da da. Three new Smash Brothers amiibo waves are announced. Oh, three new waves <laughs> announced. Jesus. Yeah, Christ. waves. Right. So I'll just list them off. And I mean, in Japan and everywhere around the world, it's different. And then basically, any of these that sound cool, you will not be able to get. So have fun with that. Uh, Charizard, Pac Man, Wario, Ness, Lucina, Robin. Um, Greninja Jigglypuff. What? <laughs> I think uh, James Jones mentioned that he would get a Jigglypuff one. So good luck. Yeah, good luck that. with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dark Pit, Palatina, um, Olimar, Zero Suit Samus, Bowser Jr., Ganondorf, and Dr. Mario. Dr. Mario and Dark Pit. I mean, getting clone characters, that's a bit rich, isn't it? I mean, just yeah. literally just different paint jobs. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Mario in a doctor's outfit. <laughs> yeah. Now it's got a new hat. Yeah, pretty but much. It, but it's got a new hat. And he's carrying a pill. Yeah. <laughs> um, then additionally, da, 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 wait, you know, the Mewtwo, he's coming out uh, sometime relatively soon. $5 for me if um, I want to get that. Because, um, yeah, I missed, well, <laughs> hashtag end region locking. Um, I have a European Wii U version and a Japanese 3DS one, so I don't get it. Loser! Yep. So, <laughs> or something. So, Danny, you're yeah. getting Mewtwo, right? Yeah, yeah. Ty, Ty, did you manage to get hooked up with that? Hell no. 
<laughs> Come on, Ty doesn't play his fighting games on a handheld. No. Yeah. Did, Unless it's a Wonderswan color. Yeah, I don't know. I might just. No, buy I remember. It I remember if... you. You gave me. Didn't you give yeah, me? Yeah, I, I. But yeah, it was I gave too you... late. It was too late. We missed the yeah. deadline, and we couldn't get it. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Because I, I was gonna just give. I was gonna like. Ty was gonna give me his Wii U one, and then I was gonna connect it with my 3DS one and give him Mewtwo, but that didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I think it was going to be I get the soundtrack, you get me too, or something like that. But anyway, that's all irrelevant because <laughs> nobody's getting nothing. No. Nope. <laughs> there, there is a, a note of interest here for fighting game nerds. Mewtwo is going to be allowed in Evo. So, so he, he DLC. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. But uh, what's his face? Lucas will not. He's not gonna make the deadline. Oh right. Uh, so okay, if okay. if it's if if it's out at the time, then it's allowed. But if it's not, uh, if it's out like six or eight weeks before, it's allowed. Okay, you've got to allow the training time, right? Yeah. Cool. Unless Nintendo gives them some money, <laughs> I mean that's been known to happen. Hmm. So that's another clone character, isn't Lucas just a clone? Yeah, pretty much right. I know he does have different, slightly different moves or whatever, but come on. It's hard to get excited about a character which is very similar to one that's already in the main roster, isn't it? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Even Lucario is similar to Mewtwo. I mean, they're both like psychic Pokemon that fire bolts bolts of crap at people. Right. Right. Yeah. Anyway. And also they they're gonna charge for like me outfits. Have you seen that? It's like three I... or four dollars to buy like a monkey outfit for your me. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I just ignored that. So for your me. <laughs> oh, fun fact: me's aren't allowed in the uh, NWR Smash Brothers tournament. Mm-hmm. I was going to use my uh, Divins character, <laughs> my trolley character that's based on Danny. Yep. <laughs> anyway. <Yeah. laughs> Um, in, in many ways, speaking of uh, suck and fail, oh, not necessarily. Um, so, Pokemon Rumble World uh, in Japan is called... And that's uh, the end Mi- of Nintendo Directs! <laughs> uh, no Pokemon Scramble, uh, the new free-to-play Pokemon Rumble game. It's out on 3DS right now. It came out on the 8th, and it's free. I downloaded it last night, but I haven't even played it yet. Well, at so. least the price is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, same with um, Pokemon Shuffle. Like, you know, I've probably played for about, like, I don't know, nine hours or something, ten hours over the past couple of months. Just, you know, a couple minutes each day. I mean, I'm not sinking any money into this damn game. It's just, I don't know, you know, it's kind of just fun just to play a little distraction for ten minutes in, of my evening. So, knock, anyway. Knock I yourself out. probably be something similar. So, cool. Well, I think that'll go ahead and do it for the news we're going to take another break, and then on the other side of that, Ty... Hell yeah. You have some Faker Real Real ready for us this time, man? Yeah, I do. So, we can go ahead and actually just plug that uh, musical cue right now, so... Hit it! Faker Real isn't Faker Real Does this game exist or did Ty make it up? Faker Real isn't Faker Real Faker Real So... Hi, you're up, man. Why don't you go ahead and uh, explain to any new listeners what Faker Real is and what they can expect? All right. 
Well, today is a slightly special episode where I'm going to change the format marginally. Okay. Usually, usually what I do is I describe a wacky Japanese video game, and these clowns have to decide if it's <laughs> fake or real. <laughs> fake. But today, I'm only going to give you the title of a video game, and there's going to be ten of them. And you have to tell me if it's fake or real. Okay. And they're all Japanese video games. Do we know, okay. Do we get told how many of the ten are fake or real? Um. Well, I flipped a coin to determine how many. So you can imagine it's close to half and half, but not necessarily. Okay. All are all of them are fake. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that could happen. Yeah. That has happened before. Okay. So we're gonna do- go down the list one by one. Yes. All right, game number one, Burger Enforcer. (laughs) Mm, Burger Enforcer. Um, I think it's a sequel to Burger Time, uh, Japan only, so I'd say it's real. I was going to say it's the sequel to Lethal Enforcers, (laughs) the the classic arcade slash Super Nintendo shooting game. Okay. Burger Enforcer. Um, I'm going to go with real. All right. Both of you think it's real? Yeah. Like, like it's a crossover game between Burger Time and Lethal Enforcer. <laughs> <laughs> if we're lucky. Right. Well, I hate to tell you guys, but it's fake as shit. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next game. The Combini 2000X. Oh, the Combini. Yes. Um, yeah, this is one of those the simple 2000 games right yep i think this is real i would just say it's real because it sounds like something that would be happening in the japanese gaming scene so (laughs) okay yeah that one's real (laughs) do you have any more information about this like what do you do um i if i remember it came out on xbox 360 actually really yeah and it was called the convini 2000x Oh, wow. <laughs> in the Did future. it come out in 2000X? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> right after Mega Man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you, you, you each have a point on the board. Great. All right. Number three, Sexy Terrorist. <laughs> oh, sexy man. Terrorist. This almost sounds too good to be true. I'm going to say fake. Sexy Terrorist. Um, I, saw no you, I heard no, you typing, James. No, no Googling. No, no, no. I'm, I'm writing our scores down. Uh, yeah, sure. No, I, I don't think this is real. I think, no. Fake. Okay. Yeah, you're both right. It's fake. Oh, man. <laughs> the, the t- I, part, part of me wishes it was real. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, I, I'm terrified that it might be real. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Number four, right? Yeah. Okay, this is Neon Genesis Evangelion. Steel girlfriend. Oh God. <laughs> Steel. Okay. Steel. Well, yeah. Without knowing the spelling, it could be either the metal or the the verb. <laughs> right. It's the metal. Uh, oh, okay. That's kind of you. Steel girlfriend. Hmm. I'll. I don't know. I don't watch this <laughs> anime at all. Is there a possibility to have a girlfriend made of steel? Possibly. In mm. Japan, yeah, In obviously. Japan, obviously. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Yeah. Steel girlfriend. 
I'm gonna go ahead and say real. Why not? I'm gonna say fake. This could be. This is gonna make their score differentiate, isn't it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Fake. <laughs> it's not quite a Schrodinger situation just yet. <laughs> no, that game is real. It's real as hell. It's a visual novel. I think it's on Sega Saturn and maybe some other things. Oh, God. I wonder if I have it. Well, years ago, (laughs) seriously, years ago, I just went to some used game shop and you can just buy packs of games. Like, you don't, you see, like, the one on the top and the one on the bottom, and you don't know what else is in between. You pay, like, five bucks and you just get, like, ten games. Yeah, I bought, like, every Saturn fighting game. (laughs) Cool. Let's play VF Kids. Okay, next game, I believe this is number five. All right, this is Neon Genesis Evangelion <laughs> Steel Girlfriend Second. Oh. Was there oh, a sequel, man. yes or no? That's what you're saying to us, right? Yes. Mm. Um, why the hell not? I'm going to say no. I just it's, did, This did not reach critical mass. So. <laughs> <laughs> I say real. Danny says fake. All right, so the 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 Steel Girlfriend sequel is real. God damn it! <laughs> Hide it back up. Hide it back up. Let's go. Let's go. All right. <laughs> Number six. Guess what? Neon Genesis Evangelion <laughs> Steel Girlfriend the third. Oh god. <laughs> oh man, this is why you don't play a game with the. Uh... The CEO of trolling. Um, <laughs> the third. Did they make? <laughs> you know what? Okay, Dan- if they made a second one. Why the hell would they not round it out? Yeah, sure, it's real. Um. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go for a- real. Original Xbox exclusive real. Yeah. Oh man, I sure trolled you guys good because it's fake. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. <laughs> what did we learn? We learned they stopped it too. Okay. <laughs> all right all right what are we up to number seven okay amazing penguin Hmm. well i'm pretty sure that will be on the app store so even uh, did you search the app store before adding adding this to your list ty i hope you did (laughs) you should always well i wouldn't have to search if it's real just saying Hmm. Uh, i'm gonna say fake real real 100 percent real all right, let's see. So Danny said fake. James said real. Well, it's real. God, of course it is. It. Yeah. It was a Game Boy game. Oh, Game Boy. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And probably it's now a smartphone game. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. All right. <laughs> let's go. Number eight. Jewel Pet Magical Dance in Style Deco. Wow, this sounds familiar. <laughs> I, I, I think that says some things um, Danny, Danny was lead producer on it um, yeah yeah. well anything with the word deco in that immediately sounds Japanese yeah I'm going to go with yes real yeah I'll say real too hey good job it's real yeah, oh yeah alright alright let's go Dan- number nine Danny's on four I'm on five by the way yeah, yeah that's what I have too oh okay yeah. I mean, it's good you're keeping track, though. Damn right. All right, next. Android Woods. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the next operating system name? Um, Android Woods. 
I think it's some kind of an erotic Android dating simulation. Um, <laughs> could We've be. already had several of those. <laughs> Android Uds. Because there's no w sound in Japanese, so that would be Uds. Um, Android well, Woods. It could be Android or No Mori. Oh. Oh, okay. Trans could have translated. I just want the uh, original Japanese name. Well, it's too late for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I'm gonna say real. I'm gonna go ahead and say real. real. Yeah. Damn it! Quit making the same picks as me. <laughs> well, that's fine because you're both wrong. <laughs> I made it up. All right, now, last one. This is your last chance to tie it up and make it terrible for everyone. Okay. Good. I'll be sure to choose a different answer, Danny. Yeah, make exactly. All right, last game is Dynamite Ninja Man. Oh, oh uh, man. Dynamite Ninja. I've heard of Dynamite Heady and Dynamite Dan. <laughs> Dynamite Ninja Man. Is that what mm. it said? Dynamite Ninja Man? Yes. Uh, I'm going to go and say real. All right. I'll go ahead and say fake then. Okay. So that one is fake. Okay. You got it, Dan. Cool. So that leaves us uh, five, five. tied up there. Yep. Wow. Okay. Good job. We equally equally suck and win. <laughs> <laughs> five, yeah. out of, five out of ten. <laughs> cool. So how many were fake there, Ty? Let, let me count. One, two, three, four, five were fake. Oh, wow. Okay. Right down the middle. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, nice. yeah. Actually, it's man, it's it's been a while since we did a fake or real. Maybe since, like, did we do one on the 50th episode? Yeah. I think so. That might have been the last time, though. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't know. It's been a while. It's been a couple of months. So, uh, yeah, Ty. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I like playing the game. I hope you guys you know, at home, uh, get a kick out of it too and kind of play along. Um, that's kind of the point. <laughs> right, right, right. But anyways, yeah. Yeah, um, let us know if uh, you can beat these guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure can, everyone can. can. Can you beat the five-point spread without yeah. Googling? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, maybe so. people can send in things for Ty, like, you know, crazy-sounding games or something that he could use. Yeah, maybe. If you can out-crazy me, I'd like to hear it. <laughs> yeah. But it'd that, be hard for be... Ty to get the messages without me and Danny reading them. And well, maybe if tweet you're, at if him or gonna, I'd say if you're going to do that, I'd say, you know, maybe get a hold of Ty directly on Twitter, which actually, where can they find you on Twitter if they want to do that, Ty? My Twitter name is Super Cat Drugs. Cool. So, yeah. Follow Ty and direct tweet him. <laughs> yeah, don't do it like, you know... A, <laughs> a regular post because then trust me i'll be keeping an eye on ty's uh twitter feed just to see if i catch any things like this for the next time so i can cheat so so you can win just that big case. cash prize yep I'm, I'm, i need it <laughs> so all right well uh that's gonna go ahead and do it for this edition of faker real thanks so much ty and my pleasure go ahead and hit the music one more time on our way out fake or real is it fake or real does this game exist or did I make it up? Think or real, is it think or real? Think or real!
All right, so next we have a little bit of stuff from you guys, the listeners, uh, some feedback via Twitter, uh, maybe some email stuff. Uh, if you do want to have your email or comment read out on the air, you can always be sure to email us at uh, famicast at nintendoworldreport.com. You can also send us a tweet at the famicast on Twitter or, you know, send us any kind of a message or anything like that to our personal Twitter accounts, which we'll get to later at the end of the show. But uh, for now, James is actually going to go ahead and uh, read some comments and stuff like that that we got between the last episode and now. So, uh, James, yeah. go ahead and take it away, man. Yeah, we got loads of feedback this time. Thank you so much for everybody sending that in. Um, we actually got too much to read out because we're running kind of long. <laughs> we didn't realize mm-hmm. how long this episode was going to go. We actually originally had loads planned to read out, but yeah, we'll save that for the live episode mm-hmm. later on. So yeah, first one um, got here from Christopher Volak, uh, at Chris Volak on Twitter. He says, um, thanks to the uh, the Famicast crew, uh, he's got a strong urge to purchase Theatrhythm Curtain Call. I guess that was um, Cyrus and mm-hmm. Danny talking about it. And yeah, even more talk about that this episode as well, right? Right. And uh, he also added, uh, can we... (laughs) More inappropriate questions about uh, swinging and wife swapping, please. But seriously, why would someone ask that? So ridiculous. I think think (laughs) I was aimed at um, uh, Mr. Troller himself, uh, Russ Greeno, (laughs) who originally asked that question. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um... Okay, and next uh, we have one from uh, our newest, uh, well, not he's not an official member of the Famicast crew, but he, he is on the uh, Famicast Smash team, that's Addison Webb, our Webber on, uh, mm-hmm. on Twitter. He says, uh, so since I'm on the Smash team, if I move to Japan, can I be on the uh, Famicast? To which uh, I say, yeah, why not? <laughs> if he comes to Japan, yeah, you can be on the Famicast. Sure. I guess. <laughs> no, of course you can. Of course you can. And he also added, um, "Is there any Japanese music you're into?" Which the answer is no. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> of course not. <laughs> and I'm sure Danny and uh, Ty completely agree with me. That's um, right. No, I, I mean, <laughs> you know, there's some stuff I like. I'm I'm not like huge into any one artist or the other, but. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I've been getting a kick out of, you know, some of the stuff that introduced me to some Japanese like groups or even to some specific songs like, you know, and um, the Japanese version of Elite Beat Agent. So when Don, like the first one, there's the there's a song Train Train by uh, the Blue Hearts, which is kind of like a really kind of popular uh, group in Japan from like the 80s and 90s and stuff. And I listen to a lot of this stuff basically just because of like that one song and that they had in the game. And yeah, I, I kind of enjoy that type of stuff. And there's another group called the checkers they had this they're these guys from like the 80s they literally dress in like checkered really ridiculously colorful checkered suits and have mustaches and this song called like julia what's it called like julia's heartbreak or something like that i don't know but it's yeah it's kind of cool so you know i listen to a little bit of japanese music nothing too crazy though okay that's that's the most you're ever going to hear about japanese music on the family guest if you're near my apartment you'll know because my Wireless router is named Smap Fan Club. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> is that just to like put off hackers or something? 
Yeah. Good point. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the last thing we'll do today is uh, actually from the forums. Um, yes, people still use the forums, uh, amazingly enough. Uh, Soren on the forums, uh, <laughs> it was actually the forums on the uh, Smash Brothers tournament. He says, my thoughts before watching the video of the Famicast playing against the newscast. Well, barring week, a... Week, yeah, week one. Week one, right? Well, barring a colossal screw-up on Danny and Addison's part, we should just give the trophy to Team Famicast right now. Then his thoughts after the match. Because huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess uh, we, we lost that match, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, hey, I won. I Danny, did my part. Danny, Danny won. Okay. But yeah. I think, uh, have we shamed Ty enough? I think there was a... There was, <laughs> I don't think there was Ty a, cares. There was, a, there was a little bit of shaming. I mean, somebody, I can't remember who did it, but somebody did like a power count or something like that. You know, like Windy Man was at number one. And <laughs> I was slightly above Danny, by the way. I don't know why. Hey, you guys <laughs> want to play me offline and see what happens? And and Ty was right at the bottom with minus three thousand, and uh, his special award was uh, the quitters bonus or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know who did that, but he was trolling you real good. Yeah, he, he sure got me good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that's a wrap. Well, uh, we're going to go ahead and actually bring the show to a close today. Um, run a little bit longer than what we intended to, but that's fine. I hope you guys really enjoyed the episode. Um, next, we have up our kind of our Twitter handle. So uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at DannyBiv. That's D-A-N-N-Y-B-I-V. Uh, now, like I said before, too, if you want to follow the Famicast, we have our own Twitter account as well. It's at the Famicast. Um, yeah, <laughs> Featuring we- what the hell am I eating? <laughs> yeah just lots of lots of different stuff we usually retweet stuff that you guys say about the show so um yeah be sure to check that out and uh james how about you man oh danny trying to learn how to drive in japan oh god uh, <laughs> did you see my follow-up to that like yesterday or something hashtag uh, fail hashtag fail because like hey there's one document that i got from the city office they're like yeah this isn't uh, god okay it's the, the, the biggest bullshit thing they were like is like, hey, we need your entire driving record from America to like prove that you've ever driven before. Right. I was like, oh, for yeah. fuck's sake. Okay. I could have told you that. <laughs> well, so boy. yeah. Um, if you want to follow me for some high patrol getting, it's at Family Complicated. And my most retweeted tweet actually ever happened uh, this week. Um, it was pretty crazy, actually. I wasn't expecting this, but um, I went to Ueno. I was um, having a job interview near Ueno, and uh, I popped into this toy shop, um, which is right outside Ueno Station. It's called, I think it's called Kotobukiya, and the, it's got like, loads of merchandise from everything, like anime and game-related. And on the, I think it's the fourth floor, there's pretty much entirely Nintendo merchandise. So I. And by that, I mean, you know, also including third-party stuff like Dragon Quest, Monster Hunter, things like that, right? Mm -hmm. And there was actually a Kirby vending machine 
like uh, oh. sorry, not vending oh. machine, uh, like a, mm-hmm. a crane game, mm-hmm. which is you know straight out of the Kirby, you know Kirby's Adventure, the game. So you know you got the crane and you can get a little Kirby toy out, and they're all different Kirby's, you know, like Fire Kirby, Link Kirby, that kind of thing. I just tweeted mm-hmm. a picture out of that, and it just got crazy retweets. I guess people really like the Kirby's. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it was like. 200 odd retweets it was mental but yeah if you want uh funny pictures of gaming <clears throat> stuff and other weird things i find around japan or just general trolling of nintendo yeah please do be following cool and uh ty how about you man oh yeah my twitter is super cat drugs i like to tweet about uh fighting games um and oddball <laughs> thoughts that enter my head uh, sometimes <laughs> I, I rage out about the way things are designed. Um, all sorts of fun stuff. Cool. I'm probably on a watch list. <laughs> yes. Yeah, let, yeah. Let's see what I've tweeted. There's this one channel on YouTube that keeps popping up in my recommended feed no matter how many times I click not interested. It never stops. It doesn't stop. It will not stop. Are you gonna like share what that video is, or will that will that lead into the darkness of your soul? No, it's just some like fucking nerd anti-feminist neckbeard shit that's completely intolerable. <laughs> you should just, like just keep scrolling down to the the picture of Melina and that other crazy chick in Mortal Kombat Ten kissing. <laughs> oh, oh, here's a good one. True story. A couple days ago. Random Japanese woman stops me on the street and asks me to help her. She's afraid to go near her car because there's a bug on the door. Oh. <laughs> awesome. Was it the Suzumebachi? The what? No, the... it was just some super boring low-tier plea bug. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, you know what? Okay, whenever my mother was here in Japan, like... I in the room that she was sleeping in it was like our, our main like bedroom type of area. And I think like after our wedding party or after one of those things, came home, and uh, I was just kind of just laying down on the floor because I was just exhausted. And I heard like this very loud buzzing, and I was like, oh, you know, that's outside for sure. And then I saw like a shadow, and I was like, God, that's really loud. And it was the so-called in Japanese a suzume bachi. Like a a giant what, hornet, yeah. It's like a. I think it's called like the giant Asian killer hornet. It can like literally kill you if you get stung. Like you know, a lot of think, times. Think uh, Donkey Kong Country, and you're not far off. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, one of these big fuckers was inside of my house, but thankfully he was stuck between like the uh, what do you call it? The, well, the the window and like the white curtain. What the heck do you call that? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Lace curtain thing. Yeah, the lace curtain. And, you know, then he just stopped moving. And then I was like, oh, God, he just disappeared. That's great. And then my mom slept in that room all night. And the thing was in there with her because he started buzzing around the next day. And I was like, oh, my God. He's so- like freaking out. But eventually just I opened up the door <laughs> and just let him out. And he left. <laughs> Where's but, your lightsaber? Oh, God. It was, yeah. <laughs> That's stupid. But, I mean, you know, just, yeah. Anyway. Fun, fun times in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> now you know. Ask us about bugs. <laughs> yeah. 
Now, yeah, now like, you know when there's like you know like uh, platforming games or shooting games where you shoot like giant insects. You know it's actually reality in Japan. Yeah, <laughs> especially the giant centipedes. Yeah. Oh god, Ugh, gross. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, stop talking about bugs. I'm gonna have nightmares. So, um, yeah, yeah. So thanks a lot, James, for coming on the show today, man. You're welcome, as always. And Ty, right back at you too, man. Thanks a lot for coming on, dude. Oh, it was my pleasure. <laughs> and thank you out there for listening. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, stay tuned. Well, for nothing. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow, it. it's nothing. <laughs> I, what I meant to say was uh, look forward to a live episode at the end of the month and stick, uh, keep your ears and eyes peeled Nintendo World, to Nintendo World Report and our Twitter uh, for more details on that. So that's going to be it for this month. We'll see you guys later. Time to out. Nice. Bye.